iPhone 6, dude. Yeah, iPhone 6 Plus. You're getting a lot of mileage out of that. I'm trying to, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I don't know why I even wanted it in the first place. It was just big, but it's too big for sure. Definitely down for uh, a smaller iPhone at some point. Sometimes I feel like when I'm walking around with my phone that like my leg is like kind of in a microwave a little bit. Like Oh, yeah. Because of the phone, I think it's just in my head. I don't but know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, where was I? I think my dad was like, I think we were at the AT&T store uh-huh. and my dad was like asking the guy behind the counter about that. Like, yeah. like are like some sort of waves like coursing through my body that will like give me cancer. Yeah. And the guy behind the counter was like very like sure that it was a no. Yeah. So he's the most authority that I've heard on like that. So, wow. so I'll trust him. But, um, but I always think too, yeah, my friend wrote this song about like the, the Apple watch when it first came out and he yeah. does like cool YouTube, um, like songs like that, comedy songs mm-hmm. like that. And, um, basically there was a section where it goes from like a nice, like advertisement kind of like style video. I think maybe mm-hmm. I'm getting this wrong, but, and then he basically like goes into this or some of the lyrics are about how like the wrist will give you cancer <laughs> or that the wrist, the watch will give you cancer on your wrist, so a cancer funny. cyst. That's uh Matthew Patrick Davis. Hey Matt. <laughs> cancer, cancer cyst rhymes really well with wrist. So I could see how that could go down. Yeah. Funny guy. Funny yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, dude. So I'm so happy that you're here. Thanks for inviting me. Thankful that you came through your magazine. Yes, friends. Yes. And the second I saw it, I was really impressed. Oh, thanks. You're like, your aesthetic is so strong. Oh, cool. And it's so consistent across like the photos and the video and the content. Mm. And I love your vision behind it. Like just wanting to like support your friends and yeah put out that good energy yeah totally i just um so i went to school at ucla i -hmm. studied uh musical theater i uh, have a ba in theater from ucla Mm -hmm. great time Mm -hmm. um and then i stayed in la like did a couple shows professionally some cool Mm -hmm. projects um but like my whole network was just like full of talented people Mm -hmm. and maybe there's just too many talented people for like Mm -hmm. like recognition but i don't know i just kind of you know i have a lot of resources like with videography and photography and Mm -hmm. and like i'm a performer as well so like i just wanted to provide a space provide a platform Mm -hmm. where like i could um kind of show my friends off a little bit nice yeah and then also like develop some skills and you know hone some skills learn some new things totally so yeah and i and i have been doing that since um yeah i kind of fell into photography like from performing Mm -hmm. Um, when I was in, at UCLA, I was in an acapella group called the Scattertones. Um, is that how you that's know, how DJ? I know DJ and who's not DJ <laughs> yeah. James, James Harper. Sorry. Okay. Um, so that's how that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in an acapella group and like for real, like I would just take, um, videos on my phone mm-hmm. originally. And then, uh, of like, we would do really cool things cause we were mm-hmm. like a pretty good group we were number two in the nation for three years which isn't number one i get it but um but we would go places and do things and i would just like take videos on my cameras and Mm -hmm. then i would put together like a montage at the end of the trip fuck yeah just kind of show everybody and everybody would have that for like Mm -hmm. just those memories Mm -hmm. um and then i like did a really cool job i did um in school i think my sophomore summer i was in uh 
West Side Story at the San Francisco Symphony. I love West Side Story. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. an album um, with Cheyenne Jackson, Michael Tilson Thomas. Oh yeah. Um, but I got some money from that, so I bought a DSLR, hmm. and it was a Canon 70D, and I nice. like would bring that on trips, you know, that we would go on. So I kind of, and then after school, mm-hmm. um, I man, I was a fool, and I <laughs> <laughs> I traded in my 70D for. Well, I didn't. I didn't trade it in. I like. I gave away my 70D to a camera store for like mm. 150 bucks, like Whoa. off of yeah, for off of like a, a Canon 5D Mark III, mm. which like isn't the best for videography, just because there's mm. no like autofocus and well, if you're doing like, I don't know, like a lot of running gun stuff of a lot of it, a lot of people, it's not the best. But mm. um, so I basically had to learn photography, yeah, like because it was totally. a it's a great great uh, camera for photography. So yeah, so I just was taking pictures of my friends and like trying to help them out already. So I just thought like, I'll just centralize this and kind of make it um, just like something that I like too. Cause nice. I'd been wanting to start a magazine for a while. Cause yeah. I don't know, I watch YouTube uh, totally. and I follow like a lot of people who just like a lot of creators. Yeah. And um, like I, so I wanted to start a magazine. Also, I didn't know like what the topic like of the magazine would be. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of was just like doing a lot of stuff for my friends and mm. I was like, this could just be the magazine. Like, totally. Like, yeah. And I really like that. Hopefully friends gives people who might not necessarily have the resources to like create promotional material for themselves. Mm. It gives them that because there's totally, yeah, it's, it's basically like, it's my kind of way of giving back a little bit too and volunteering. Yeah. Cause yeah. when I come to my friends, like they don't pay a thing it really mm. is like you get we do uh an exclusive performance nice and um an interview and uh and then like a couple fun facts like like yeah. other things um and, and a photo shoot and basically uh yeah you just you get 15 days if you're like if you're selected i guess or i, I reach sure. out to like people totally. um but you get half a month i try to feature two people a month Fuck um yeah. We're trying to like really switch it up. We don't want like any of the same like people back to back. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much friends. And yeah, it's supposed to be colorful. It's supposed to be like. It's definitely colorful. Yeah, it came to me in like a really. Um, I dig it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I just like. Uh, I had a really hard year last year too. Mm. Um, so I was just like in a really like. Like gray place. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like. Like creating that kind of like atmosphere too just like totally. give me something to look at to be happy totally because i have my own instagram too but like it's totally different yeah <laughs> and um and it's more of like a mis- um of like a a mishmash of things yeah um so yeah so that's friends hell yeah yeah that's sick yeah i'm gonna if you don't mind I'm oh gonna, sorry dude no no you don't have to leave <laughs> i'm okay. just you just you, you, yeah it'll it'll be nice right there also a very unprofessional moment i'm just gonna double triple check that Sure, sure, sure. It's totally cool. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Yeah, one day, one day I'll have an assistant to make sure that. that <laughs> Why? Why? You're gonna have to pay him. So, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, it'll be like a, it'll be like an under the table situation. Um, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll work for beer, I'm sure. Yeah, nice. Um, I have a very noob question okay. for you. So, friends is called a magazine. 
Yes. I have looked into it as as much as I can, and I have. Is it mostly based on Instagram? So yes, it's one hundred percent based on Instagram right now. Cool, and a little bit on YouTube, but that seems like it's a secret. Yeah, uh, yeah. So so we are. We do have a YouTube page. Um, we probably have one view on all of our videos right now, which you is got, great. You got two subscribers. Yes, and, and my indie rock band is one of them. Oh my gosh, I love that. No, yeah, yes, two subscribers. Um, we are we are doing great. Um, cool, cool. No, basically. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, you're totally cool. Um, yeah, basically, we do have a YouTube. Uh, nice. Yeah, the magazine is strictly on Instagram for now, just because we're gathering um, content. Cool. But we're gonna. I'm striving to do a live show in April, oh, featuring wow. yeah, featuring like the eight friends or so that we'll have up until Hell then. Yeah. Um, hopefully like right now it's mostly musicians, but friends isn't just for musicians It's for like all Mm. kinds of artists. I do want, like, I have a couple friends who do comedy and stand up. I want them on the, yeah. Yeah, And like for their performance, they could do a set or like we could, I, um, I reached out to one of my friends and like, we might, uh, tape one of his sketches, which would be cool. He, uh, just got into the main company or the Sunday company at Groundlings. Um, his name's Chris Guerra. He's really, really awesome. You should all like everybody go check him out. (laughs) Groundlings is an improv yeah space yeah yeah groundlings is like a uh, a company they do like improv they do all sorts of shows um i think they're like mainly located on melrose cool um yeah that's where they have their like theater mm-hmm. um yeah and you can mm-hmm. kind of like ucb like i guess you can kind of like work your way up into a a team and mm-hmm. then kind of like get into a company and maybe that'll lead to like the main company nice um but yeah friends is uh so we're doing a live show hopefully at the lyric hyperion they still have to get back to me (laughs) but um yeah i'm in april and we will uh hopefully with fingers crossed have like physical copies of the magazine like Mm. up until then featuring our eight people um and a bunch of stuff uh to sell yeah oh wow yeah cool yeah so yeah so i didn't know if you were like taking the word magazine and kind and reimagining it which i was down for that yeah but then also because for me like in my in my plebeian mind Mm. like magazine is inextricable with like a physical totally like uh you know something printed and mailed to my house or something yeah no it is definitely a reimagining of magazine as well like i feel like our phones are literally the newspapers yes totally totally and i spend a lot of time on instagram anyways kind of like doing what i would be doing with a magazine in my hands it's just like really cost effective to like make that a magazine i completely agree yeah yeah um because like like when we do print these like mm-hmm. magazines to sell at the show, like they'll be pretty expensive, I'm sure. I hope um, so. <laughs> well, no, no, they're no, gonna not look, to sell. They're gonna look good. To produce, they'll probably be pretty expensive. Oh, that like, too. Printing images yeah. and like everything is really intense, but totally. we'll figure it out the most cost-effective way. And, mm. and yeah, it'll be awesome. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a magazine. <laughs> Are you gonna have like articles, people like writing stuff, or is it gonna be mostly images? So. I'm not really sure yet. I'm kind of tossing around the idea of if this ever gets like to be like a bigger thing. I have friends who are interested in all areas of art and I just, it would be so cool to, my parents own their own business. So like I would love to like own a business and if friends ever gets like big enough, I would absolutely love to hire like my friends to write for the magazine Mm -hmm. and like do um, like different kinds of columns. Like I have a friend named Joey who Mm -hmm. is huge into fashion. Great. Um, Like I'd love him to do like an art, like a column Mm -hmm. Um, or like a, a, like a YouTube show like with Joey. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be so fun. But yeah, stuff like that. Um, 
Like I'd love to hire editors who just like cover like all sorts of like mm-hmm. areas. And then I'll just be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now, yeah, having a team on something like that would be re- I imagine at this point it's it's you doing everything. Yeah, right? it is me. It's a it's a one man show right now. Totally. <laughs> um, totally. But but it it's it's been great and um i i offer when i you know when i reach out to a friend to like mm-hmm. be in the thing i try to make it as easy as possible for them mm-hmm. and if like uh i've i've actually like taken my whole like setup to them like when i did it's wild dominic's yeah yeah when i did internet boyfriend he was our first one we mm-hmm. did the whole thing in his garage oh cool yeah i brought my like my paper um my my cameras mm-hmm. um a, like a boom mic it was pretty cool wow yeah so yeah, so it's a one-man show right now, um, but that's cool. I'm learning a lot. I'm making some mistakes, but the whole thing is really like, hmm. um, I think at a certain point in my life, I was really going from zero to 100 or trying to hmm. um, without hitting any of the speeds in between. Yeah, totally. And I just like, I don't totally. know, like I'm I'm looking at a lot of my friends who are trying to do the same thing and we're all like burning out really quickly because... <sighs> that happens. Yeah. So I think that like just making friends sustainable also is like a big mm-hmm. goal. And like, it's, it's also helped. Um, it's also helped with my relationship with social media, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Usually like people say, you. yeah, like I think that I'm using social media more mm-hmm. as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that that's really helped my relationship with it instead cool. of like just kind of using it as, I don't know, like a mindless thing or mm-hmm. like, just like pulling it out of my pocket and looking at my phone all day. Totally. Yeah. So like now I, there's something I need to achieve. Like I have to do like a friend's post mm-hmm. a day, I guess. Yeah. Um, so like I'll do that. I'll accomplish my thing. And then like I'll check in with my messages. But then like other yeah. than that, I think I've been using it less cool. to be honest. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And getting more done. Yes. And getting more done and yeah. having like, uh, like being able to see that physically too. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, have you, uh, one thing that I've just recently gotten into is like going into hashtags and like oh, yeah. engaging with people that like might be interested in my music, but mm-hmm. like would have no other way to, you know, cause, because my face isn't on billboards around the country or yeah, whatever, like sure. just, um, have you, have you thought about like engaging with people and like getting into so basically what I've done is I like I'll go in the singer songwriter hashtag. Oh cool. And then I'll go to recents. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go through and like there's a bunch of people just posting pictures of them singing and stuff. Oh. So when I dig what they're doing, I'll like like it and I'll comment like this sounds great or I love your guitar or whatever. Yeah. And then most of the time they like like that and comment back like thanks whatever. And then maybe like um, a tenth of them will check out my page and like maybe follow and then send me a message and be like, this is so cool. Like, this yeah. is awesome. So right now I'm, I'll get like uh, maybe like somewhere between 10 and 15 followers a day from like a half an hour of that. Oh, that's really, that's an interesting thing to do. And it's because I do hashtag, but I've never really actually thought about, um, and I try to do it like very like, I don't know. I do have a thing with hashtags. Like I can't like hashtag too much, but yeah, it's, it can, yeah, it can be a little tacky sometimes, but going into the hashtag, like I hashtag magazine at the end of all my Mm -hmm. posts. Mm -hmm. So going into that and liking some stuff. Yeah. I definitely like imagine like what it looks like to people on the outside who are kind of like unfamiliar Mm -hmm. when like they get a like from friends magazine and it's like, Oh, what is that? But so yeah, engaging that, that that's probably like a really good way to engage with, 
I think so. People who have no idea what's going on. Yeah, because I see your page yeah. and I see your content and mm-hmm. like you're, I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> your content is so strong. Thanks, man. And I was like, I was so stoked to see, I don't remember her name. What's her name? The recent one? Uh, Jennifer named? Foster. Yeah, I was stoked to see her stuff because it was kind of like, it was affirming that the quality of the content is gonna remain the same oh cool and is like so much about you like doing it that Mm. you're like the through line behind it all that it wasn't just like being stoked on like internet boyfriend like oh that's yeah he's pretty dope (laughs) oh yeah but um yeah your content is so strong it just needs to it needs to get connected with people and be in front of people and they're gonna be super into it yeah yeah. yeah thanks man it is interesting like i think a strong point about friends is that like i do um i feature people of all like artistic backgrounds yeah. and they all have their own followings too and it's yeah. interesting to see like once i feature somebody yeah. like a little bit of their following does kind of like totally. join friends and totally and hopefully like they'll stay and stuff but yeah i'll definitely like look into like engaging with hashtags that's a good idea mm-hmm. yeah that's like someone who is better at instagram than i am told me about that <laughs> oh cool and um but yeah it's it's interesting you know a couple years ago what people would do is they just like they just open their computer and just fucking like like everything down a list yeah. of followers or whatever and i don't think stuff like that works as much anymore but mm-hmm. like a little thoughtful comment of like yeah. something funny or positive yeah it can like it can go a long way i think so too i've been trying to actually comment so yeah so i've been leaning into um again on the note of like uh changing my relationship with social media yeah i have been totally. trying to like engage more with people like in the comments section because cool. like yeah because it's just like I don't know, man. It's weird to have the same like 100 people like your photo, but like nobody sure. leave a comment. It's like, hey, just like just do it. Like whatever totally. it makes you think of, just like leave the comment because that's totally. how we socialize these days. Like, hmm. like it's not every day that like we get together and meet a new friend and do a podcast. Sure, you know. Totally. But like we literally look at our phones every day, and to just like something is fine. But like. Mm. But like honestly, just like leave a comment. Even like I yeah. joke with people a lot on my personal Instagram, like in people's comments. Not like yeah. trolling, but kind of trolling. But sure. um, but it's just like fun and, and honestly, like that's mm. how that's how I keep my relationships up with people these days. Otherwise, I I yeah. wouldn't think about them. I wouldn't call them. Like it's pretty intense. Yeah, when I pull out my phone and I open my stories, my literal thought is like, what are my friends up to right now? Yeah. Like, oh, this is what all these people are doing, yeah. and I'll try and like send some love or whatever else mm-hmm. and like you know part of it is like a networking thing is it's like hey like remember me i play guitar i'm available <laughs> like whatever but like you know it, uh, unfortunately that is a factor like because of my profession yeah but um like i do i do the best i can to just like send some love and like uh i don't know comment things that like if I was in a room with my buddy and they were like playing a sick bass solo, I'd be like, dude, that's a sick bass solo. So yeah. if I'm on Instagram and they're doing the same thing, then like I'll just message that over or send yeah. them a comment or whatever. So. Yeah. yeah, honestly, like in real life too, it's always better to just say something than to like stare at somebody and like, totally. Then like later. I was at a party last night and, um, and yeah, it's really easy to just like not mm. to like, 
yeah to not talk to somebody it's so easy yes. it's hard to talk to people yes but i think that that is the the good thing to do like mm -hmm. today i went to go see my aunt who's like sick mm. and i almost didn't go see her just because like i haven't seen her in a while mm. like if i if i didn't go see her it probably would have been like fine but like she could literally like pass away like at any point mm. so i don't know like it really and I, it was a hard decision to go but then I went and, I, and it was awesome. And like, mm. I made her laugh and like, she, I got to see her mm. she, and like, maybe I won't see her ever again. And like, but like, it's it, like, now I feel like that would be okay. Whereas like, maybe mm -hmm. I would have felt really bad about it if I didn't. But yeah, sure. interacting with people is hard. Like it is a challenge, but like lean into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. That was one of the things that I was really focusing on at the turn of the year last year was just being better about having conversations with people and mm. like even just approaching people that I don't know, like at a show or a party or something. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've gotten better at it. It's strange. Yeah. Like that's a skill that you can practice yeah. and develop. Yeah. My dad is very, a very social person, like mm. to a fault, like almost mm. too social. Yeah. <laughs> like he'll make a conversation with like everybody at the restaurant when we go out to eat, like yeah. as a family. So like I, there were times in my life where I was like, dude, I don't want to be like that. But now that I'm getting mm. older, I'm like, how do I get like that? Like totally. faster. That's totally. like something that I've like, I'm glad I've learned that from my dad. It's just like, mm -hmm. just start the conversation because yeah, you could, you classify it as networking, but like literally just having friends is like networking too. It's totally. Like, yeah. And then like, um, I'm doing this thing tonight. Like want to come hang? And it's just like, yeah, like I'll mm. come hang. Like that's networking, I guess. Yeah. It really does come down to perspective. And just like how you were saying before, like it's easier to not talk to people than like, I th yeah, it's easier to be negative mm -hmm. about something than it is to just like do it and invite people over or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Making the hard choices is usually the better choice, I think. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree. So tell me a little bit more about like how, how did you decide that like Dominic was going to be like this blue dominant thing? And then Jennifer is a little bit of like, like how do you think about color and how does sure. that come to you? Okay. So basically like, okay, this is so interesting. Not really. Um, I'm okay, interested. So I, so I know Dom, so I wanted Dominic to be the first, uh, feature in friends Hell yeah. because we were roommates in college he Fuck was also yeah. in scatter tones um does he know dj too he does That's so funny. yeah 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 dude That's everybody knows so dj funny. yeah jennifer foster yeah i like i introduced <laughs> i think i introduced dj to jfo at some point yeah everybody knows dj we love dj That's get dj so on the show funny. wait wait wait. was he dj in college <laughs> he was dj in college so yeah. you knew him yes. as dj so basically okay. it's very new the james i'm thing so is sorry there. james <laughs> we're ruining <laughs> your brand right now <laughs> no 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 he's great he's great no 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 james harper go check him out he's great i'll just bleep out all the times that we say <laughs> dj before oh my gosh LOL, yes <laughs> um so yeah so i wanted dominic to be the first friend because Hell yeah. we were roommates you know i've seen like his struggle a little bit like mm. as an artist but not really but um he was one of the first friends that i had like mm -hmm. a meal with uh when i came back to la after because mm. i spent two years uh the last two years in new york i i've just recently oh back. hell yeah yeah in august i got back Fuck yeah. So he was one of the friends who was like kind of Welcome like back. like hey man and like we yeah. had we had uh, dinner at Vito's with our friend our roommate well my roommate and his friend Kira. Cool. Um but yeah dude he's a special guy too. Also I just mm. love that he um his voice is so insane. It's mm. like it's like John Legend but like 
uh, but like also like he has a huge opera background mm, yeah. and he loves anime he loves pokemon his first album mm. is dope oh kira is doing his um his album artwork for like his singles yeah. and stuff the between okay, with yeah. the computer screen that's her oh wow uh, yeah okay she's cool. dope she's a great visual artist she's um she does a lot of set deco- decorating stuff for like big big films mm-hmm. um she's dope but yeah, so I wanted Dom to be the first. Yeah. And actually, like, I don't know, there's a little bit of a, like, if you know Dom, you know that he's, like, such a great person, but he's kind of, like, he appreciates the uh, sadder things in life sometimes. Okay. So, like, that's a little bit blue, you know? Totally. Um, but also, totally. it's, like, a big, like, video game kind of thing, like, the blue with the with the hard pink. And, mm-hmm. like, when I was just in Premiere, I was messing around with the saturation, and I kind of mm. just, like, because it was really just two LED lights with, like, mm. some, some gel filters that I yeah. cut out from Sammy's camera, yeah. and I just, like, put them, like, behind the plastic covers mm-hmm. um so it was more like faint like in real life and i shot uh, it in i shot it in um uh log so mm-hmm. it was very like uh you know raw What's so i got log? to it's basically just like a very flat like setting on okay. your camera so cool. that you can then it's like raw so yeah. you can manipulate it a lot it, cool. like there's a lot of room for that yeah so i just bumped up the saturation and i was like okay that's there's something there like yeah like those the pinks with the blues are, are like just like really cool mm-hmm. it reminded me of a video game and mm-hmm. um Basically, I was like, okay, that's that's gonna be like Dom's thing, mm. and uh, for JFO, you know what's for crazy is she's such a she's such a uh, she's an Aquarius, but okay. she's so like rooted also. Yeah. So like for some reason I thought she was a Taurus. So like uh, we yeah. like because we get because I'm a Cancer and like uh-huh. we get along, like, all my best friends are Tauruses. Okay. So I was like, oh yeah, JFO's definitely a Taurus. <laughs> but like, yeah. and I said that to her like so many times, and every time she was like, I'm an Aquarius, but um, <laughs> but like I just don't know. Like she's like very earthy to me. So like obviously green. Like cool. like like JFO is green to me yeah i i kind of like um i don't think i have that like uh is it called like synesthesia or mm. the thing where you see um colors like where mm. like for people i don't think i have that mm-hmm. but i'm i think i'm pretty good at like noticing things in people and then associating mm. those with like other things that are like maybe colors totally yeah so like i've got a friend who's gonna be on the uh in, in the magazine um in march when she releases her uh album it's a secret Fuck but yeah. um we actually talked about her colors like we did like uh an orange and a blue mm-hmm. i'm messing around editing the videos right now like i'm trying to get it as situated in the, or, um, as saturated and like oh, so you've just, already like, shot that yeah yeah for yeah march yeah because she was gonna actually be for the end of january but then we um you know we had to uh we had to push her back because um her album i for the that makes sense one of the key parts about friends is that like you, anybody can be in the magazine as mm. long as they're an artist totally. who has something to promote. Totally. Because um, we're trying to get people's stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so like, as, however we can do that most effectively, we will. Totally. Like, if we have to push her back, it's like, hey, we've got a, we've got a ton of friends. Like, let's just oh, get yeah. somebody else March in there. isn't that bad. Yeah, and then it totally worked months. out. I, like, I actually called Jennifer Foster, JFO, mm. to, like, talk to her. I was kind of stressing out that we had to push this friend back. And she was like... I'll, I'll like I yeah. my album's coming out next week. I was like, okay, well it's okay. you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like she was obviously gonna be in the magazine. She's one of my like best friends. Mm. Her stuff is so great, so powerful. She's such an amazing lyricist and arranger, um, and yeah, she's a great voice actress as well. Is like strong. Yeah, here in the clip of that was it Crazy Woman. Yeah, yeah, I dug it. Yeah, it's I a great it song, a and she wrote it all by herself. And um, yeah, yeah, she recorded that album uh, live at the Village um, in Los Angeles. It was cool. so cool. Yeah. Like, was she on stage and there was an audience? Or are you saying, like, they were, like, in ISO booths? Or? So, basically, it was really sick. So, she actually babysits, like, one of the recording engineer's cool. uh, sons, cool. I think. Um, 
so he was like, yeah, you guys can shoot it at the, like at the village. I guess it's a recording studio in mm -hmm. um, Santa Monica off of, mm -hmm. off of Santa Monica, mm -hmm. right across from the Floyd's where my friend Ross gets his haircut. Nice. <laughs> and, um, shout out to Ross. Shout out to Ross. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that. But uh, basically she, we were set up in this really crazy room. It looked like we were at like um, the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Like there was like, like uh, marble and like some, That's gorgeous. some scary like bird statues. Nice. But um, nice. but basically she was set up. We had like a big pole in the middle with like string lights set up. Whoa. She had her own little singing spot. The background singers had their like little spots with their mic, the percussion, the piano, two guitarists and a bass or a cello. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they just like did like two takes of each song. And then we actually had to call it a night because we were scheduled to go till nine, mm. but it was like 1030 and I mm. had to pick up Ross from the airport. <laughs> so I was like, yo, I can't shoot this anymore because I was shooting video. Totally. Um, and they did a couple more takes with people just like with iPhones, but mm. they actually ended up using the first takes um, in most cases of like all the songs. So how many songs did they do? Uh, you know what? I could be wrong. I think there's like seven or eight. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a, and they're all pretty hardy. Like they really are. I, I love her writing. That's so inspiring. I fucking love it when people record their shit live. Yeah. yeah and she doesn't have any formal music training, which is crazy. She arranged. Zero? No. Well, um, she did musical theater. Mm -hmm. So like besides musical theater, I actually was with her and DJ as she was preparing for this um, recording. Mm -hmm. And DJ was kind of like trying to teach her some of like some theory. And she yeah. was just like, yeah, I've, I've never really had any formal music training. But yet she, mm. so what she says is that she, because she's a, uh, a vocalist and such an insane vocalist and has been around like yeah. music for forever. She just like hears it and totally. like, you know, she'll totally. just sing the part for like whatever instrument, whatever color she totally. wants to use. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Cool. Like, um, yeah, that's, that's all that music is. Yes. I'd say people, I think I a lot of people get into their head like 100%. too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she just comes at it from like a vocal perspective and mm -hmm. she did it all by herself. Uh, you know, some of her friends who played on the thing, like were like, we're maybe telling her like, oh, it should be maybe written in this key or like maybe like adding some parts that like to sure. beef it up. But for the most part, it was it was all her. That's really cool. Yeah. Does DJ get pissed when you call him DJ? Oh my God. No, well, I hope not. But like, I think all Has of us. Has he ever talked to you about it? <laughs> um, sometimes, but, lot, but not in real life. I think he's super, he's pretty okay, cool about okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we've just, we all, all of us, all, all the Scattertones still do it. And we're all still just trying to be like... I did have a friend get mad at me one time because he changed his name uh -huh. and it was more severe, but um, yeah. his name was Sierra. We grew up, we were best friends. Or we, were, we were really good friends. Um, yeah. We did uh, community theater together and yeah. basically Sierra um, went off to college and got mm. put in like the, the girls' dorms at like Oklahoma. Mm. Mm. And uh, then he changed his name to Preston. But yeah. that was like really tough for our friend group growing up with him too. And like totally. I, so I would just keep calling him Sierra on accident. And yeah. then one time he was like, my name's not Sierra. Yeah, <laughs> and it was totally. just like a great time for like all of our friends. We were like, that's an iconic moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I think DJ's like pretty chill. He's not like, my name's not DJ. But he's like, <laughs> hey, you know, around every, uh, with other people here, it's James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah, I ran into him at a concert at the bootleg like, Maybe five months ago. Oh. And then I saw him play in Camarillo, I think like two years ago. And those were the two times that I had seen him since he went off to college. Mm. If I'm remembering correctly, me and DJ went to Africa together. I'm oh. pretty sure he was on that trip. But yeah, like, yeah. 
me and me and DJ were homies. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. He still arranges for the acapella group sometimes. Oh, fun! Because cool. he is one of the one of the people with like the most formal like music theory training. He's good, really good, and he's like good he's won too. awards and stuff. Really, I've never seen him drum. Yeah, he's a good drummer. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do a music video um, of one of the songs that he arranged for the Hell group. Hell yeah! Yeah, cool. they did somebody else by the 1975 mm-hmm. at ICCA's last year. They cool. got third place. But What's it's a, ICCA's? The International uh, Championship of Collegiate Acapella. It's like what Pitch Perfect is about and stuff. That's wild. Yeah, that's how we got I like second place three years that in a was row. A, whoa. Yeah. Cool. That yeah, sounds it's like a huge a scene. Thing. It is, and it's really fun, um, but you kind of have to like approach it with like a sense of humor because some people totally, don't, yeah. and then it's like not fun. Whoa. Yeah. That's but, wild. Um, yeah, we're going to do a music video for that this year, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. It would be the first Scattertones music video. Nice. Um, yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, just get get their name out there, dude. I'm so stoked, so stoked, <laughs> stoked to see. Um, her name's Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer's videos that you're talking about, they sound gorgeous. Oh yeah. So those are coming out at the end of this month. So she's well, she. Um, so I shot the B cam, and then her other friend shot like the A cam on her face. Okay. Um, and yeah, she's. I mean, she's not afraid to like get her hands dirty and like edit her own stuff too. Um, wow. I just like handed her. Well, actually, she came over one day after the recording, and like mm-hmm. we edited. Um, one of the videos together but then i just like mm-hmm. dumped all the footage onto her her computer and then mm-hmm. she's just done the rest and wow. yeah she's putting it out i i think maybe she'll put it out on instagram i think most of the stuff should be out by the end of the month but um wow. she also started her own page called um like uh like foster live sessions mm-hmm. or foster the art live sessions mm-hmm. something like that she's gonna she's starting her own page too i think there's gonna be stuff up there but yeah That's yeah so it's just like pretty like footage of like the yeah. lights that were strung up and yeah people were there too like she she invited like 20 of her closest friends and like yeah. basically just to like have that energy totally yeah it was really awesome that's sick yeah there's a couple uh you know the band snarky puppy yeah my friend india i think ooh, Hell i could be yeah. totally wrong but um sings with them dom's really into snarky Fuck puppy yeah i could see that i've never met dom You've never met Dom. I've never met Dom. So Dom, do you know who Kiefer Sutherland is? Yeah, yeah. So uh, do you know him from UCLA as well? Yeah, so I know him through India, actually. We um, we did a, a project together where we did like three videos for India in like one day at DJ's, at James's father's. Uh, at the uh, loft. At the loft. Um, oh, dang. Yeah, and all Kiefer these, was playing all piano. All these connections. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. That's why I was like, dude, I've got all the connections. Like, I... I really also like people like like um, who are producers totally. who have their like posses, totally. like Judd Apatow, yeah. like all those guys who just mm. like who just like produce sh- like shit and um, yeah. and have their friends in it and totally. just like keep using their friends. Totally, just like do that. That's what it is. Yeah, but um, let's make yeah. cool shit and let's have fun doing it. <laughs> I do know Kiefer. Yeah, yeah. So Kiefer was a big supporter of my like 365 project and he'd like give me shout outs sometimes on instagram and stuff nice and i think that dominic found my instagram through Kiefer giving me a shout out cool so there's been a handful of times where me and dom have like almost been at the same show and met um but we've like messaged back and forth on instagram basically what our relationship was yeah Two hours ago, yeah. Three hours ago yeah. is what I have with Dominic. I just still Dude. haven't sat down with him yet. Nice, you should. He's totally. He's great. He's uh, like he's awesome. His family's awesome. His roommates are awesome. Do you know Donnie? Oh yeah. 
No. Okay. Well, you got to meet is. Donnie. Okay. DL Guitar 7 on Instagram, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, like prolific guitarist, like so good. He shreds. And he's also like sweet, nice guy. Donnie, what's his last name? Laudacina. Okay. I might be thinking of someone else. Does he play a lot of slide guitar? I don't think so. Okay. No. I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that... Um, yeah, I mean, you messaged me like the first day that I started posting stuff for friends, and I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, it was sick. yeah, well, thanks, man. And I yeah. was, and I, like, you know, uh, uh, a younger Chris might have been like, you know, maybe like, don't use this like opportunity, or like, don't, sure. don't like develop a friendship, or like a real, like, um, like, don't, don't make anything out of this. Mm. Like, it's just like, it's just another person who's just reaching out, but like, totally. but you know, I listen to your stuff mm. and it was really good. And I've, nice. you know, I, uh, I appreciate your project too. Like the 365 project, like that is nice, sick. Man. And, nice. um, and it's really great. There's a lot of like, it's really dense. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, yeah. That's the songs good, are that's like no a, joke. That's, yeah. That's a yeah. good word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, um, dense to a fault, I'd say super dense <laughs> and like concentrated. And, um, there's a lot of, uh, it has a, it's, um, what do you call it when something is like good? When it's a lot of like good stuff, it's the it has like integrity. Uh, I mean, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I turned it on in my car because I was because you reached out and I was like, okay, let's see who Eric is. And I was like, and then I started listening to it, and then I was like, oh yeah, this is good. Like it definitely reminded me of Glenn, mm. and the lyrics are like are are pretty like I don't know. You paint you paint a good story with your lyrics for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like some of the lyrics are a little bit hard to follow, which a bit of that is by design, and a bit of that is, um, I don't know, like I, I, I went through this process where I decided that I wanted to write a song every day to become great at songwriting, and it was something that I was doing for myself. Yeah. So I was writing all of these songs that like I really loved, um, and now since like completing the project and like recording the record, like really quick here in this space, like 10 days, track it, mix it, whatever. Um, and now that it's out and I've had some time to listen to it and like other people have listened to it, um, it, uh, I'm now interested in like not only creating things for me and that I love, but also making sure that it's like listenable and digestible. Yeah. And I think that there's definitely like a kind of person like me for, for sure that would love my record. Like if I hadn't written it and I just found it and listened to it. Um, but yeah, in general it's, it's pretty dense. Yeah. Think, yeah. Well, I mean, the one lyric that caught my like uh, my ear mm -hmm. um, when I was listening to it the first time was uh, the song. Uh, is it called like fifteen dollars? Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. There's a lyric about there like going from fourteen grand to fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa! Like, I don't know what happened, but something definitely happened. And then my ears per <laughs> yeah. like perked up and stuff. Cool. But I heard one today in the car too. I think maybe off of the first track, and I was like, mm. oh, those lyrics are like pretty, and Thanks, like man. story. Like the storytelling is good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah totally. And like, yeah. who am I? If you know, if you disagree or agree harder, like, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> but yeah, totally. that's what I think. Hell yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a project that I definitely did for me, and um, I'm happy. I'm happy it's over, 
and to be like, I feel like I'm in a new space where, um, I'm able to focus on, yeah, producing something that is listenable and digestible and, uh, that people could could really get into. I think that people are into this album. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I think that Thanks. I think that everything that you are like looking to maybe develop or like what you just said, like to explore. I think that like you have a better handle on it, like than maybe you think already. But but take Fuck your journey. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, dude. Totally. I also like how um, I've seen like I think maybe like a journal entry of yours, like on mm. Instagram or something, mm-hmm. the way you write lyrics, it seems like you're molding your music to the lyrics, which mm. is, which I think is like better storytelling mm-hmm. instead of like maybe starting with music and then kind mm-hmm. of like placing lyrics. And that, totally. that could, that works too. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard, a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big songwriter at all. I've only written like a handful, but, but I do a lot of musical theater, which is like all very story driven music. Totally. And I think that's the best kind of music. Um, I do listen to the lyrics. I know a lot of friends who don't listen to lyrics at all. And I'm like, dude, like, sure. what are you doing? Like, you're only getting half the story, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've spent a majority of my life thinking that, you know, lyrics were most of the music mm-hmm. and kind of being a little elitist on like the songwriting end of things. Yeah. I now see that there's just as much of an experience in the aesthetic and the sound um of just the track and a lot of that is production and a lot of that is arrangement um that's true but yeah so maybe yeah for me right now it's like 50 50 but i i I appreciate you like digging my uh my process and stuff i had this indie rock trio that I called First Fire. Mm. And we put out an EP like a year and a half ago. Oh, cool. And the one of the reasons I called it First Fire is because of my songwriting process for that project where I would I would literally sit down with a blank piece of paper and I would write out the entire song like lyrics and melody mm. like without an instrument and I'd have my phone and I'd like sing the melody into like voice memos. Yeah. Um and then after that was totally complete then i would arrange the instruments to that cool so like i wouldn't know what key it was in until like i initially yeah. started like arranging. Do you usually sing in like a key and you're like oh that's just like i should have known um no because i i don't have i don't have perfect pitch oh, okay so like when i sing a note or i sing in a key i can't tell if it's like yeah a major or e major oh, or like okay. whatever else but um but yeah, so that was like a, and I did that in hopes that all of the music would serve the lyrics and the melody. Yeah. And that, like the lyrics and the melody would be like the main focus. And um, I wrote a lot of the songs for the year that way, but I ended up going the reverse way and starting with the music again oh, cool. because I felt like... Um, I felt like uh, it was a less rigid way of writing songs. Like when I would do it the other way where I'd write all the lyrics and the melody first and yeah. then arrange yeah. the music to it, um, it felt it felt like a little too intentional. Yeah. Kind of like when like you're Like I'm going to write a song now. I don't know. It's like, it's like when you're having a conversation with someone mm. 
And then I like, for example, you have not done this at all, oh, okay. but like hypothetically, if I was like, oh yeah, like I saw that post that you did about Friends Magazine, like that's yeah. pretty cool. And then you went on to say like, yeah, man, my favorite thing about Friends Magazine is I always, and then you went on to say like two sentences that like I could tell you've said oh, those exact two like sentences a little thing. like a bunch of times, like almost like. Like it made sense in the context of the conversation, but yeah. it was like, it was like a little like it was like too crafted, yeah, or something. And again, you have not done sure, this. sure, this but I, I get what you're talking thing. about. I kind of feel like the songs that I've written that way are are like kind. They remind me of that. Like it's just a little too like, you, like you thought about this too hard. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, like you did something for you did something. You did think about it a lot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It was so the lyric that I was thinking about today from your first song, I think, uh -huh. was the yeah. pick a lane and start. Totally. Dude, totally. such great lyrics, man. I mean I don't Thank really you, you know you. I only know so much of the story, but but it's definitely interpretive too. Like, you know, it's yeah. nice. You lie in a good or this album lies in a good spot to like, you know, put people's own experiences on your music too. Hell yeah. 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 And I totally dig that. Yeah, it's weird how like the arc of the record kind of came naturally so that first song mm. is about how difficult it is for me to write songs mm -hmm. so that chorus like pick a lane and start is like my muse like singing that to mm. me like fuck eric like just do something and then um yeah and then it kind of like goes into the like the middle of the records like really sad and then it kind of like picks <laughs> up and is like hopeful at the end um so yeah that was that was surprising to me yeah 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 it's cool stuff i like glenn hansford i like i didn't know who he was before mm -hmm. uh, before like uh this is very musical theater of me but once was on broadway like oh in, yeah while i was in college and when totally. we, i was out in new york for when scattertones were doing iccas i saw it with like some scattertones of my mom mm. and then i was like oh i'm really into this and i've watched mm. like his cbs sunday morning like interviews and stuff listened to a bunch of his albums i'll have to check those and it out. totally is like i mean it's just, I, I think it's just as good as like a lot of Glenn stuff. It's cool. Oh damn! That's, 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 <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it really so is that's, like that's a very that's a very 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 big compliment. Thanks, man. I or, like that. you're welcome. But like, but I'm serious. Like I tell I tell most of my friends, um, or I try to run with a cool crowd too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I try to run with people who are like doing things. Totally. But like totally, it's funny how we get really um, critical of ourselves when mm. like we're actually doing like pretty tough stuff that not a lot of other people do. I hear you. Yeah. And, and like everybody's you. doing it pretty well. So like I really try to like lift people up when I mm. get with them who are like artists who like might be like in their heads too much or just like I have mm. to do this, this, this. It's like, whoa, 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 dude. Like you're already doing like you're mm. already doing that. So just like give yourself like a second to breathe too. Like mm. or like uh, like relish the moment of what you're doing or like relish what you've already done, what you've accomplished. Like mm. it's a it's a feat. Like nobody I mean, I, I always think of John Bellion when I mm. think of like writing songs for like. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. To be completely I, well, honest, I, I honestly don't really know who he is to be <laughs> honest. But um, he's written like a couple bangers in the past years, and like cool. apparently he's like a big producer, and like mm -hmm. uh, I could be totally talking out of my ass, but I think he wrote songs for Beyonce. But like mm -hmm. on his record, he talks about how he wrote a song a, a day for maybe maybe three years, Hell and yeah. it was like, damn, like that is a feat. Like, totally. and for you to do a year, like 365 days, like doing one thing every day, like. Dude, people do not do that. So it is like totally. a huge feat. You got to give yourself a pat on the back and like, mm. and like keep keep promoting the album because it's dope. Hell yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I don't know you. what your like Spotify situation is or like where you put your music, but like, mm. like, like it'll get on those playlists, like the, like the Glenn Hansard esque playlist, and like then mm. people will listen, and yeah. you know if they, if they're not already, and you'll get your numbers hopefully, and yeah, just but that's not like you mm. know, those are just like things that have to like happen, unfortunately. But like it's mm. like besides all of that, it's really cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. No, yeah, I've. Uh... I've submitted mm, the the tunes to like a couple different playlists and have got placed on like some smaller ones. Oh, nice! So yeah, so I definitely I don't have like huge numbers or anything. The um, same, same. The uh, <laughs> do you have music on Spotify? Oh no, no, no! I was okay. talking about I was talking about Friends. <laughs> oh, Friends is sick. Though. I do have a Friends is Friends is gonna blow up, dude. Hopefully, you're man. like you're about to. Yeah, it's like the content is too good. Thanks for dude. it to not like honestly. Well, also yeah. the way Friends came about was, um, I'm like, like, I would love to produce videos for a living, Hell yeah. like for actual money. Fuck yeah. Um, and like, I've tried to apply to jobs like mm-hmm. at BuzzFeed, at like um, Condé Nast, but it, you know, you have to have all this experience and like, Dude, I'm just like, how does anybody get that stuff? <laughs> your shit looks better than BuzzFeed shit. Thanks, man. 100%. But like, my dream is to produce videos for Bon Appetit and like, and, nice. and be with Brad Leone and Claire Saffitz and but like so this is also a project to like give me that experience and yeah. but um and like who like maybe I won't do that maybe like friends will like blow up and that'll be my full time gig but I w- I wouldn't be surprised I mean I just don't know well that that's the goal like I would like to I mean I watch a lot of podcasts I like cool. I do in, I I I ingest a lot of content and sure, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically like it would be so dope if like we could get a sponsor for friends totally like just like just like any company really to 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 make it like really worthwhile for me and my artists and my friends and mm-hmm. but you know those are the those are the all the speeds in between uh, zero and hundred so like that'll happen we're only on day like uh, nineteen of friends so mm. it's cool it's cool hell yeah dude. yeah fuck yeah yeah that's sick yeah man. Yeah. What do you think about There's this quote that I really like and I have no idea who said it. Okay. But the quote is like asking a living wage from your art is asking a lot of your art. Yeah. And that phrase isn't it's not designed to say like don't work for the money or yeah. like don't try, but all what I get from that quote is just like, just understand that like, that's a lot to ask for. And like, it, it may happen. It may not happen. Um, but just like understand that, you know, there, there are other priorities that you should have and that may come when it comes. Yeah. Like that's how, but I'm, I'm curious to hear your perspective on the relationship between, Money making, and art. Yeah, making something that is an honest, like, artistic expression, mm. and then also making something that will help you buy a house one day. Sure. Like feed your children or whatever. Yeah. Well, this is a big topic, yeah. um, and there's lots of, like, places to go. But basically, like, I think the part where everybody should start if you're trying to make, like, money from your art, mm-hmm. um, which was a very beautiful sentence that just, like, happened. But, um, <laughs> but basically, it really is, like... Um, making sure that like what you're providing is like at least like something that somebody would want to buy. Sure. Like it's quality. You totally. know what I mean? Totally. And if you, if you're not at that step, like if, if you think that it's like too niche or like maybe not something that somebody would buy, like, mm. you know, you obviously can't expect to make any money. Mm. 
and then you all, and then like after that, I think that you just have to be comfortable asking for, you know, whatever services you're providing for anybody, like, yeah. like being, getting comfortable asking for money is also very tough. Mm. So like, but once you, that's a very important step. Like you have to understand like what it's worth mm. and like, you know, maybe making some, um, like allowances here and there, but really like you can make, I mean, I'll speak to photography, like especially sure. because that's what I make most of my money from. Cool. Like you have to be able to know what other people are charging, mm -hmm. know if your work or like you're able to like provide the same kind of like services. Mm -hmm. And then if you are, like you can charge that. Like mm -hmm. that's what people are paying for it. So like that's what totally. you should charge. Totally. You can have things that you do on the side for free or for like, you know, mm -hmm. for a trade. Mm -hmm. um, like a trade of services because a lot of like my artist friends like do other things that they have to yeah. offer. Like I'm working with somebody right now who might be trading me like yoga lessons, which is cool. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, really understanding what you're worth and not being afraid to ask for it is great. And like mm -hmm. for photography, like I've had to start asking for $50 non-refundable deposits to hold your spot because sure. a lot of people don't, don't understand like that people who do what we do, mm. like don't have like we make the space for it, but like you have to mm. follow through because like we're relying on that money. Totally. So like if you're making an appointment with me to like have a photo shoot, basically mm. like, um, like we, that once we set a time, like, yeah. you, like that's, that's 50 bucks. Like, and if yeah. you don't come through, like you got to put down another deposit. Totally. So like asking for that was hard for me. Like, mm. but, but that's just something that I have to do to like, otherwise I can't do my art for like work. Totally. Um, <clears throat> I, I like that quote though, the, that, um, asking living wage of your art is a lot to ask for your art Yeah. because <clears throat> I, I personally feel like when you're getting paid to do something artistic, mm -hmm. it really does kind of like take the art out of it or, yeah. or, or just, it's no longer for you. And I think that sure. art is inherently very personal. Yeah. So once somebody else is paying you to like do something for them, then it's a, it's a, it's a job mm -hmm. and like you have to, you have to provide your you have to provide things for them mm -hmm. in, re in return for them, you know, giving you money. Mm. Um, so yeah, there was a point over this past summer where I was like, man, do I just want to keep photography as kind of like a, a hobby? Cause mm. like it gets kind of stressful when people are paying me for it. Like then mm. I have to really come through. Totally. And I like my stuff, but you know, art's really subjective and like somebody might not like I've shot with photographers before and then mm. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Mm. So that could just as well be me on the other end. But then I thought like, no, like, I think that that's just, like, I do offer a service. You totally. Know? It's a trade. It's worth something. Mm -hmm. So I think that you just have, but you just have to be able to separate it. Mm. Uh, but again, like when it's, when is it just for you? Mm -hmm. And like, when is it for somebody else? Mm. Because, you know, I mean, everybody's got a different, everybody has different expenses. Yeah. So it's like, can you make a living wage out of like doing something artistic? Then like, go for it. And then like you can still do your passion projects like on the side too. Mm. And like maybe that is like your like what you want people to see of like this was Chris Meissner who's like an mm. artist, who's like a photographer, performer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it is hard. It was really difficult. Like buying mm. a house from from uh <laughs> photography would be like pretty awesome. <laughs> Especially like in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah. What neighborhood do you live in? So I live um I live in Mid City. I oh, guess cool. is that a is that a region? It's no, a Miracle mid, Mile. Mid City is yeah. definitely yeah, like Fairfax and Wilshire. Spot. Totally, yeah. it's a really cool area. How long yeah. have you been out there? So funny story. So right after college, I don't know. Is it that funny? Who knows? Um, after well, yeah, New college, York. I want to hear about oh, New yeah, York. Yeah. So basically, after college, I went to UCLA. I moved mm -hmm. out to Mid City with uh, 
with my roommate Kira Birmingham, who I live mm-hmm. with now, and her best friend from childhood, Marty Koenigs, who's like this awesome guy. He works at a weed shop, but like that doesn't nice. make him awesome. He's so so awesome. Yeah. Like besides that, just like great guy, total chiller. Like we'll listen to you. Like we have great kitchen talks. Like Fuck like yeah. late late at night. Fuck yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and then another uh classmate of mine from UCLA, Nick Bell, who's like this awesome guy as well. He cool. he's gonna be like super famous like one day like as a comedian he's one of the funniest people i know um and then his dog wesley who is like shared amongst the roommates but he like takes priority like with wesley a lot of the time sure um so so after i graduated from college sorry i jumped the gun i moved in with marty and kira like um on like pico in fairfax Uh and we lived in like this really cool house that was going for like really cheap Mm. um we lived with another girl named izzy Bolanini, who's a who's a casting assistant um she's awesome she's gonna be huge one day too um basically i mean she already is (laughs) um but uh so i lived with them for a while and then Mm. i did uh, a production i did grease live on fox when i was doing like musical theater okay it was just a live production of grease the musical on fox like the television yeah it was televised oh wow yeah i was in the ensemble with like like kiki palmer was in it and like julianne huff and some other like famous broadway people but that was dope. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Broadway is the next step. So sure. and my agent was like trying to like push me to move out to New York. Mm-hmm. And I was um, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time. We were mm-hmm. like, are we going to go? Are we not going to go? We were working at Disneyland and the mm-hmm. Frozen show. So we went. Um, that was yeah. like six months after or like, cool. yeah, it was like six months after I moved in with like Marty or Marty and Kira and Izzy. And then we lived in New York for two years. And then uh, last year was like a really intense year. Like we broke mm. up and like my brother had a brain tumor and I broke my toe. And God damn. <laughs> yeah, and musical theater. I haven't been in a show in like three years. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't be in New York. So I just moved back. Um, yeah. And like Kira and Marty were like, hey, come on, live with us. Fuck yeah. yeah. So now I live with them and it's, it's awesome. We live, um, we have like a nice backyard. Kira has a garden. Um, Mid city. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. A lot Hell of walking yeah. stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, who? Oh, that's 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 a horrible question. It sounded so nice in my mind, and then hearing it, like just before it came out of my mouth, it's like no, that's that's that's. Well, not now a nice we all want to know what it is. What do you? What do you? Do you miss anything about New York? Yeah, honestly, New York taught me a lot of really valuable lessons in like the two years that I was there. Mm. It taught me that like life is really hard. <laughs> so, dude, yeah, dude. and it's like, and really to be like thankful for what you have. Mm-hmm um because just even being in beautiful like sunny california Mm. like i was just like wishing for that like Mm. most days in new york it's just Mm. like cold or like too too hot i moved last year Mm -hmm. twice within the span of six months in new york i moved on the coldest day of the year and the hottest day of the year and um yeah dude that city is a city of extremes it just like taught me a lot about myself and um but yeah, I worked at a restaurant, which was really fun okay. in Chelsea called Jack's Wife Frida. It's, it still is like a pretty trendy spot. Like cool. people go there for brunch a lot, like tourists and stuff. Cool. And it's like pretty low key. I worked the brunch in like breakfast shifts and all the servers just wear like a striped shirt and like jeans and and nice. like it's a really good crew. Cool. Um, the owners were really awesome. I missed that. And then just walking everywhere was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then at, right before I left, I, I figured out I like I. I uh, found a cheat code to the city, which was like, Whoa. damn, I wish I would have found this sooner because it was just like one of the things that I was living for. Yeah. And basically like uh, you, they have these like city bikes like uh-huh. on every corner, like uh-huh. literally so many places to rent a bike. Cool. And you just hop a bike, dude. And and, and literally you can, you can bike through Central Park if you want. Okay. Like, like, yeah, it's just seeing, seeing the city from a bike is like really awesome. Much better than the subway. 
Oh yeah, totally. And, sure. it, and it's like three bucks for half an hour. And like, sometimes I would just like bike to work instead. And sometimes I would walk, but it was pretty sure. far. Um, but yeah, bike to work, ride up and down the river. Dude, you're getting me pumped. <laughs> I fucking love. Okay. So I, I've only been to New York for one week. Oh, and I just fell, and I wasn't planning on falling in love with it, mm-hmm. but I just like everything about that city. I was about it was in August, yeah. So you know, I don't, I don't know what the winter's like. This past August, not this past oh, okay. August. This was like three years ago, four years ago. Cool. It might have been five or six years ago, actually. Oh, nice. Fuck, I'm getting old. <laughs> anyway, time um, never stops. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's, that's true. The one. The one non-renewable resource. <laughs> Dude, tell me about it. But um, I I was telling you that I've been like in hashtags, like connecting with people. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting connected with this really cool singer-songwriter who's in New oh. York City. And we were messaging back and forth. And he's like, yeah, man, like come out any time and we'll set up a bill. Like let's play a show or whatever. And then two nights ago... <laughs> I do you know who Andy Schaff is? No. He's like a is an incredible singer-songwriter. He put out I think I don't I don't know much about your taste, but I feel like I know enough already okay. to, to to think that you'd really like this guy. Yeah. But he put out this record called The Party, which is every track is a perspective of the same party from a different person at the party. Oh, cool. It's in Incredible! What a cool concept. Like, these like these these things will happen. Like this guy's in love with this girl who's mm. like there with her boyfriend, and oh. like and like you know they'll go out and like talk on the patio or like bum a smoke or whatever. Like these events happen that you hear you hear about the same event from everyone's different perspective. Nice. And it's but it's like a fucking record. Like you can just put it on and like have it in the background and it sounds incredible. Like the party or just the party. Okay, cool. I think it's called the party by Andy Schaaf. Yeah. It's in anyway. So he just had a showcase, um, at this spot called gold diggers, which I think yeah, is like, that's yeah, where yeah. I, uh, I think Dom just had a show there. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he had a showcase. Oh, I was going to ask you about this. Cause I didn't, I didn't understand. Uh, sure. I didn't understand why you bought a shirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is a wild story. Okay, cool, so cool. like the, the reason I brought this up is because I met this guy there who lives in New York city and works for a magazine. Actually. Oh, nice. And, um, he was there like at the show and we like, we like, hit it off and he's like yeah man like come hang out in new york whenever so like in the past week i've just made these like two really strong new york connections nice like fuck i gotta go to new york soon but anyway the story with the andy thing is that they had 150 capacity Mm -hmm. so they had 75 people on andy's guest list Mm. and then they had 75 people on a free like first come first serve thing that they did through this app called dice Mm. which i actually saw glenn hansard once from a dice show nice anyway um so i was waitlisted Mm. because the the 75 people that filled up in like a couple minutes or something so I was at the front of the line 
and the guy no 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 i got there an hour early and i went in and the bartender was like hey we're not open i was like cool like i'm on the wait list i just wanted to come as early as possible like see if there's anything i can do to get in he's like it'll probably be cool dude like don't worry just like wait out for a bit like it'll probably be cool it's like okay so the promoter of the show comes out and he's like yeah like you need to leave like everyone who's on the wait list. Like no one's getting in. Like we had 600 RSVPs, like only people who are on the list are getting in. And like, he was, he was nice about it, but like, I could just tell, like, I was like, dude, I'm getting into the show. Like you're, (laughs) this is, this is bullshit. Yeah. You weren't convinced. He was a nice guy. He was nice about it. So then I was hanging out for maybe like 45 minutes off to the side. And I met some other cool people who were like hanging out with me. who were in the same situation, like on the wait list. And then I just like realized, you know, I was I was watching the situation and how people were coming in and how the doorman was like checking IDs and stuff. And I knew that if I was going to sneak in, I wasn't going to be able to do it with this group. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, guys, I'm giving up. Like, see you later. So then I go to this corner store and I buy this like bright blue shirt and this hat to kind of like change my appearance a bit. And I have my skateboard in my car. And I figured if I roll up on a skateboard, I'm a different person. Yeah. Like it's a different vibe, right? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So then I go back to my car and I chill out for like 15 minutes. And um, I get on my skateboard and I roll in. And sure enough, like the door guy's like, are you on the list? I was like, yeah. And I just gave him my ID. He's like, cool, go in. Like talk to the guy at the desk. And I was like, fuck. So then I come in and I turn the corner. And sure enough... The guy at the desk was the bartender that nice. I talked to a couple hours oh, earlier. Great, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> so then I came up to him and I was like, and I'm like wearing this different shirt and this hat. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I worked so hard to get in here. <laughs> like, is is there any way you could just let me in? Like, I'm not on the list. And he's like, you were the guy who came in here a couple hours ago, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's, he's like. like all right, man, that's cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> but if you murder Andy, I'm going to be really mad about it. Totally, <laughs> like, totally, like, totally. You're trying a little too hard, but but totally, hey. <laughs> totally, So, um, So then, like, I mean, Andy Schaff is, like, one of my favorite singer-songwriters. Like, cool. Incredible. So then he, I get there right before the set starts. Yeah. I meet that New York guy right at the bar. He was like, dude, you got in. And he, like, gets us shots. And we take shots. Oh, hell yeah. And then homie. Um, the... the the realist homie yeah that place is cool actually it's gold diggers is dope spot yeah 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 they have really cool stuff there and then it's also a hotel and a recording studio oh no way yeah it's like that's how it's gotta be it's like a (laughs) sick spot yeah yeah so i was i was here i i'm i met a girl in line who was telling me that like her friend works for the hotel and like apparently artists will just like buy at the hotel and have like weekend parties and it's like a wild (laughs) situation i'm down yeah that's us we'll do that totally 100 (laughs) percent. but um but yeah so then andy like played like one of the most incredible sets i've ever seen like it was so awesome and then i met um i met andy afterwards out on the sidewalk and I told him the story and he was like, dude, that's dope. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was like, like into it. Yeah. 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 Hey man, I think people need to be told like that they're dope more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel yeah. like, I feel like people know that about people, but you just mm. got to tell people who you think are dope that like it's dope. But it goes back to like yeah. leaving the comment, you know, like sure. if you think something's good, like tell them that it's good because sometimes sure. that's what they need to hear. Yes. You know? It's like maybe a comment will keep them good doing what they do. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me. Like, 
I, you know, I would have given up so much. Like, I would have mm. given up. I would have given up if people hadn't told me like, "Oh, this is good," or like, yeah. "Oh, you're you're good at this." It's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta let people know. I think totally. Yeah, yeah. That story's sick. I've 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 always like dreamed of doing that, but but maybe next time I'll do it because it's it's definitely like easy. <laughs> like, just buy the shirt and and have your skateboard. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. It was uh, it it was it was wild and um it could it could have gone either way yeah but um but yeah i was i was happy to get in it was fun yeah yeah a little roundabout way of getting in but like hey man you you, you got in yeah it was worth it exactly yeah 100 percent worth <laughs> it one of like the coolest shows i've ever seen nice yeah it was really nice because he's playing the fonda in february oh i love that venue yeah um and i have tickets to see that so and it, it'll just be a completely different show mm. you know in that like huge room with a full band or whatever but um but yeah i was really bummed to miss dominic's show it was while i was still finishing um the record mm. and i had strep throat oh yeah nice <laughs> so it was just like i was like man i sh- i probably shouldn't go and like give everybody strep throat but <laughs> yeah it was a party honestly like, like it was sick yeah they did um dominic was like joking about doing all stars oh by yeah Smash mouth and then yeah. and then donnie just started playing and he was like let's go and he didn't know the entire second verse but like everybody started singing and we were like it's cool <laughs> that's so yeah. fun yeah like do everybody was like do it like just do it like just place all star at your yeah. set without like with with like no idea like yeah. just do it yeah 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 that's so fun man yeah it's so so fun so tell me like what are what are the next what are the next couple of years look like to you obviously friends is a big thing yeah. it seems like you're making a lot of your money taking pictures yeah which is sick yeah. are you are you happy in la dude okay so basically i'm at an interesting point in my life okay. and i'll be honest for the podcast just for um, the podcast yeah if this podcast. if we weren't recording this you wouldn't be being no, honest no, no, with no, me no. <laughs> but um yeah totally no, no 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 um you know i'm still struggling with like a lot of the stuff that we were talking about about like you know living wage for your art and like sure. doing doing art professionally for other people um that's like an interesting space to be in for sure. Um, I would like to test the waters in that. Absolutely. Of like, you know, working for uh, a company when they may be making videos and, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, you know, getting a, a sweet paycheck. Sure. But um, the next cup. So, so like I was saying, like basically 2019 was like the hardest year of my life so far. Mm. Um, basically like right before the year started, you know, me and my longtime girlfriend, like we broke up. It was like heartbreak um Mm. is ass uh quote inner by internet boyfriend it was really difficult (laughs) and then um two months after that happened i found out that or no a month after that happened i found out that my brother was gonna have to have another brain surgery yeah dude he had like a i have a little spiel but he had Mm. like um he had been having headaches for years Mm. basically he watched this one tv show which was like this kid is having headaches he plays on the football team and like he Mm. went to go get an mri and then he found out he had a brain tumor and died a week later so my brother was like oh after watching that and he was like i'm gonna go get an mri and it had been years of headaches so he goes to get this mri and he's got this tumor in his head that's like the size of a small fist they said like a little golf ball and it was right like on his spinal cord like blocking like fluids and stuff from getting to his brain so that's why he was having those headaches so he had had a he found that out in 2017 and had surgery like five days later to you know remove it um they got out a lot of stuff but then basically so we're catching up basically like a year after i went through my breakup 
or uh, a month after I went through my breakup, uh, I found out that my brother was going to have to have another surgery. And this was like for, you know, 2019. So he had that surgery. It was really like crazy for me, like to see, mm. um, you know, he was at um, UCSF's like neuro surgery hospital, I guess. Mm. But just like to see somebody like that, like, or to see, to see something, to see somebody go through that is really intense, mm. um, especially if they're like an immediate family member. Mm. Um, and my brother's like, uh, he's, he's, the, he's the youngest, but he's mm. always been like the most like physically strong of mm. like all the kids yeah. and like our family too. Um, he's not like overly jacked or anything, but he's very like fit. Mm. And to see somebody who's usually like very apt in like the physical department, like mm. just be like a baby, mm. you know what I mean? It really, it really like clued me in. Mm. And like, luckily, you know, my parents own their own business and like, they're able to afford like nice care for mm. some, for my brother. Yeah. But even like seeing my aunt today too, and like the shape that she's in and like, mm. but, but having, having, being able to have a level of like care because you like are able to afford it mm-hmm. is like that kind of security is worth something. Mm. So it's kind of like, so after I saw that or after I knew that my brother was going to have to have surgery again, I started studying for uh, the LSAT, which is, is an interesting to uh, be an attorney. Yes. It's okay. to be an attorney. My father's an attorney and okay. my mom does his books. He has his cool. own practice up in Northern California cool. and they've just been like working together for like 30 years. Is that where you grew up? Yeah. So yeah, I'm from um, just outside of Sacramento in a, t- a town called El Dorado Hills, which is like basically cool. Folsom. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so basically like, so I started studying for the LSAT. I took it once in, uh, I think April. I got a very average score and I was like, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go to law school. Um, and then mm. I, you know, I spent the rest of my time in New York and I moved back to LA and I was like, you know, I don't really love my score. <laughs> I'm going to like take a practice or I'm going to take like a, I'm going to take a, a test prep like mm. program took that got one point better <laughs> like oh, i took it in november man. it was like uh i got a 156 um <laughs> very average um but yeah so i'm basically like yeah i'm in a re- really weird spot right now because i don't have like the experience to like get hired for like what i do even though like i think i do it pretty well totally um so it's like because because at the end of the day like i'd like to at least care for my like be able to take care of myself totally like if anything was ever to happen to me yes yes um how old are you? I'm sorry. I'm 26. Cool. I'm yeah, 28. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, great age. Thank you. But we're all kind of going through this. So like we're all kind of like, I'm sure we'd all like to like take care of uh, of, of ourselves and like people we love and like all this stuff. Yeah. And like that's hard to do through art, um, you know, if you're not like uber famous. Um, mm. But yeah, so the next couple of years, what do mm. they look like in my head? Basically like... Um, man applications close for law schools like pretty soon and like i okay. i'm kind of like hesitant about that right now uh-huh. um although like i think i'd be a pretty good lawyer but um cool. <laughs> but like it's just everybody in my family does it is is being a lawyer something you can do part-time um if you have your own practice you might be able to do it yeah mm-hmm. um i think they would just get hard with like like you could you could open up your own firm and like um have people working under you Mm. who like handle a lot of your stuff and then you could like i don't know if you could necessarily do it part-time but mm. but that's an option okay and then um yeah like i'm the great thing about friends too is that it's been kind of like a, a business card in a way totally like yeah. um people have been reaching out to me for like other services and mm. a lot of people have been like reaching out to be to, like have a feature in friends sure yeah. but then like a lot of people are also like people that i don't know and like one mm. of the things about friends is that like 
is like a a pre prereq to to um be a friend sure <laughs> um totally which is why we're hanging because i'd love to feature you in the magazine at some point love it. um but yeah so um it's been like kind of a business card for me to be like this is what i do like this totally. is my stuff totally um and people have been reaching out to like you know employ me which is awesome like i'm Hell doing yeah. two music videos this month Fuck yeah. yeah it'll be sick um yeah so i'd love to do more like videography photography mm. but like my dream um i don't really know what that is right now it used to be that's like okay. to be on broadway like in a weird sure, way like that's sure. what i went to school for i did a lot of children's community theater mm. i'm not really like too into that anymore like just because i know a lot of people who are doing it and mm. or who have done it and like because it's not very like you know people go from show to show with like maybe like long stretches of time in between mm. and like honestly like a lot of my friends who are who get jobs and like yeah. who are in great shows like they don't seem like they even really like like it it's kind of mm. like when they're getting paid for their art it's like it's like they don't really like it interesting um, or like they're just there's always something about the experience that people mm. are like eh. mm. so it's like huh so yeah i've been kind of like reformatting my dream i think i would really like to just be like um somebody who entertains or like produces content or mm. uh just like yeah i was thinking today on, my, on the way back from my aunts i was like was that a was that an okay exchange like an okay like um interaction that we had like was you that enough yeah like if my if my aunt were to like pass away like mm. was that the la was that an okay good was that a good last um meeting mm. and like we weren't very close at all um but i started thinking about it and like i did make her laugh like totally yeah and i don't know if i don't know if if i wasn't there if she would have like had that experience mm. and i think that that's probably like nice like for her mm -hmm. i know i mean she's got great kids and i'm sure like they spend a lot of time together like during this period where they all like talk and like laugh and all that stuff but, yeah. but it was very serious it was a very serious environment she's she's very ill yeah and like she left like and i was like you know what like that's what matters like totally like i want i just want to provide that feeling for people and i want to do it well and i think um I'm gonna do friends for however long. Like I'm definitely taking this like first year as like a test like trial. Yeah, it takes time. Totally. It takes time to build that stuff. Yeah. And like after we, you know, if I do what I said I was gonna do and feature two friends a month, like we'll have twenty four artists that have been featured. Totally. And you know, their followings will come to friends and like totally. um and then a lot of the friends audience will go to them too, like totally. hopefully. Totally. Um so where I see myself in the next couple of years is really just taking a breath um like and just i don't know just keep doing what i'm doing yeah yeah like uh and do it for real like what i was saying with like sponsorships like sending those emails or like mm. putting together those like packages just being like hey like i know that you sponsor like a bunch of other stuff like mm. this seems like it could be worth it as well or like totally. even more like worth it than some of the things that you might be putting your money into mm. um because it really is for it really is to um put people on a platform like yeah. who don't necessarily have it and like yeah mm. we all have an instagram but i don't know it's or even just to like give people at no cost to them mm. promotional material like mm. that they can shop around to people like totally like dominic has a a great what i think is a great video of like an original song totally like jfo also will totally. have that a bunch of pictures and just like i don't know people to like or um just like stuff for people to know who they are yeah yeah 
Yeah. Which like won't a lot of people don't do that on their own social media. Like like you literally can't tell who somebody is for real off their off their Instagram handle. Like it's difficult to yeah, to to brand yourself and to communicate that clearly. Well, because totally. a lot of the times it's like, why would you? Like it sure. seems like pretty self involved to like use your own platform to like sure. which is like what you should be doing. Totally. People will be like, Oh, well, like that's um self indulgent. And mm. it's like it might be, but like let me do it for you. Yeah. Like, cool. Like, just let me do it for you. Like, yeah. if you don't feel comfortable doing that, don't worry about it. Totally. I'll do it for you. Totally. Yeah. Are you interested in working with like bigger artists? Dude, I'm with totally down. Friends. Yes. I would love to be, okay. I, well, okay. So you know who else was in this, uh, acapella group? I don't know if you know him, but he's, mm. he's kind of big these days. Mm. Moses Sumney. Do you know Moses? I just, I think, so do you know Buzz Bands LA? Yes. So they put together a playlist and they were kind enough to put one of my tunes on it. Nice. And I think Moses had a tune on that playlist. Yeah, well, he's, he's dropping a lot of music right now. Yeah, I heard yeah. his single. Did you hear Polly or did you hear uh, Virile? I don't remember the name. I, I think just he did remember, another one too. I just remember like... I, I listened to the playlist and I remember looking at my phone and being like, oh, this is Moses. Yeah. So yeah. Moses is an amazing artist. Um, he was in Scattertones at UCLA. I think he cool. studied creative writing. He wasn't mm. in the School of Music. I could be totally wrong. I'm sorry, Moses. I don't want to talk out of my ass, but <laughs> but he's a great guy. We do a lot of talking out of our ass on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. Sure, sure, sure. It's totally fine. Um, but I'm totally down to work with bigger artists and I would love to like be like a maybe like a tour photographer or like just creating content for these artists because literally that is how it is these days. Like you have to touch your audience every day, sometimes multiple times a day, which mm. is like what I don't want to do for friends. Like I think once a day is fine. Like I follow some other magazines that are like um, that they will do like multiple posts a day. Mm. And I think that kind of diffuses um, your content okay. like in a way I think post it post every day like if you can like just to like be like hey I'm here totally but I would love to just put together shit for anybody I follow mm. some like um, bigger like musician photographers mm -hmm. on uh, Instagram I don't know if this cool. is a real name but his name his handle is like Shervin photo okay he, photo he photographs like everybody and I would yeah. love to do that with like sick with I think a lot of these people who I am like promoting will be will be names one day like totally. if they're not totally. already like you just got to get on a playlist or like totally like that's what um I mean I I remember going to a show with Dominic mm -hmm. a Moses show with Dominic yeah. in like Silver Lake yeah before before Moses was Moses and yeah. like Moses did it Hell yeah. like I was literally at a show of his before he like blew up it's totally. like it's like it happens dude totally um so yeah i would love to work with anybody honestly like i like to what i do with like taking photos of my friends is um because like at a certain point in my life like uh i would go get like headshots done mm -hmm. for like being a musical theater person totally and it's the worst it is literally the worst experience like really? ever well yeah i mean like you just took my headshots dude. hey that was that's fun <laughs> well no 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 but like you're usually it's usually somebody who you don't know at all and like you don't you don't get to see the photos like oh, while okay, they're being okay. taken I, okay now, now yeah I understand it's more of an exchange and like less of like saying, uh yeah. here's um here's this here's here's you uh, the first question that or like the people tell me in our like sessions like photography mm. sessions like tell me what to do and i'm like literally like no, like, like you're cool. like, don't do anything. Like I'll find you. Um, mm, cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this come up, but like, I would, I, I would love to work with anybody. And like, that's mm. my thing is that like, I'll work with you, but like, mm. I want to make, I want to see you. And like, sure. I feel like I will see you. You don't have to do anything. Sure. Just like spend the time and we'll find it and we'll try stuff. We'll do things. 
we'll experiment. I like to show my photos during a session. Like I like to um, take the memory card out of my camera and plug it into the back of my desktop. And like, we'll look at the photos and be like, cool. like, is this what you're wanting? Like, what can we do differently? Because cool. that doesn't happen usually unless you're doing like a big, like, like promotional like sure, shoot yeah. where they do have like a reference off to the side being like, is that what we want? But I try to do that on like a little like um, yeah. living room level. Totally. Um, yeah. So like, I, I pride myself thinking that I could work with anybody as long okay. as they're like, cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Do you mind if I like, I, I have some thoughts about friends. Do yeah. You do you mind if, if I, I pee real quick? Oh, let's pee. Cool. Let's totally take a quick little break. <laughs> so we are, uh, no, it's good. It's, it's, I love the sound of these glasses. It's yeah. kind of nice. This one must be lower, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Da, da. It's like a fourth ish maybe but anyway um so we just took a little pee break we're back yes we're back we had a little shot of whiskey off camera and now we're uh, cheers en enjoying some more whiskey <laughs> thank you very much yes. some only the finest that trader joe's has to offer mm. yes mm. but um so yeah if you if you don't mind me throwing throwing some ideas at you yeah, i think that it's important for you to talk about friends not only as it is but yeah. also what you hope it to be yeah so like when you say to me that friends is an opportunity for artists to have some exposure who would may otherwise like not have the opportunity to yeah uh -huh. that's really great because it communicates to me like your heart and your integrity and mm. it communicates that it's like a grassroots DIY thing. Yeah. But then if I'm like, I don't know if I'm, on well, like, I, I got, I got you. I got you on this. Already. You know what I mean? Like if you, yeah, I mean, I think that friends could be a subset of any like major magazine that does like any kind that touches music at all. And I think, I think you need to incorporate that into your language. Like sure. When you're talking to people. Yeah. About. I'd love somebody to like, I don't know, like <laughs> absorb friends as like part of their magazine. Like, mm. like any, any kind of like, uh, I don't know what you would necessarily call that, but like any kind of media group mm -hmm. who has, who touches friends. I just think that I offer a really, a nice connection totally. into that world of artists in LA. But mm -hmm. like, I know a lot of people in New York too, just like, mm. I know a lot of people. Yeah. So any, anybody who wants to have, um, something like friends, and like promote, you know, you know, um, artistry in a way that, cause, okay. So I was watching, um, anyways, oh wait, ask your question. Cause I don't want to, no, that this. was, that was mostly it. Just that, um, I think that it's important for you that when you're, when you're talking about this with people to present it as like also how it's going to grow into it. Cause if I'm like, I don't know if I'm on Anderson Pack's like team or something and I'm having, I meet you at a bar and we're having a conversation. Yeah. Like as soon as you say that, I'm like, Oh, that's dope. But like, you know, Anderson's not trying to be on like a grassroots thing or whatever. Sure. But if you commit, if you communicated yourself. Yeah. In a, in a, including like what you hope that it would be. Yeah. It's only grassroots right now because I'm doing it all myself. But if like anybody totally. wants to throw money at it and like get an actual like space, mm. like maybe like, um, like an, I mean, I use a, I use a road like video mic and, but like if we wanted to actually get some like sound engineers on it, anything really like, um, like I'd love to be, I'd love to do it for real. <laughs> I mean, Hell I'm yeah. doing it for real. It's just like, 
if anybody doesn't want it to be like i'd love to work with anderson pack and like basically what we do is just like we'll do a friends exclusive like performance it doesn't even have to be anything off of like it could be an experimental performance too like anything you're working on like that's so my friend Jafo, who's releasing her album, her performance for Friends is not on her album. It's just like cool. a song that she's literally writing like right now. Totally. It's just like nice for her to see a song that she's working on, like totally. a performance, like somebody just like take a chance, you know? I don't yeah. know. Like that's sick. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, and it doesn't like Friends, I just think is like a sick name and like it was going to be, great. yeah, I went through like a lot of different things. Like it, it almost like we almost kept like the D in Friends like too, but then I was like, nah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm totally down. I I just think that I'm just like a good intermediary for artists and for yeah. people who like need things. I agree. Yeah. So like I can because I'm an artist as well. Like I can communicate kind of with artists and like mm-hmm. at least listen and kind of like see what they're giving off. Totally. And then I'm like, hey, and then I could just be like, hey, like, or I could just like come through and then just deliver the deliverables and be like, yeah. this is your thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing this more with like I don't know if you ever watched like the Genius interviews where the, like they break down mm. their lyrics and stuff. No. Yeah, those are really cool videos too. I I don't know who I think is I think it is Genius is the company. Um, I don't know if they're like a subset of uh of anybody else, but yeah, they they have artists on there, but they're they're going through they're breaking down their songs. Mm. It's a little bit like that, but um, I don't know. I really like the format that we have. It's like somebody messaged me the other day. Um, just talking about the format being like, this is really cool. We don't get an in-depth look into performers a lot. Like we'll get a video, but we don't get like seven videos and like eight photos and like, like, um, yeah, the, the whole two week thing is really <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, thanks man. And like, I, I mean, I, I don't really know how it all kind of like, like how the format came about. It was really just trying to do what I was doing, um, for friends, like getting to know people and giving them exposure and, yeah dude i don't know i don't know like i i would love for this to just become a thing like if it should yeah it would just be the quality is there the vision is there it's (laughs) just there's there's a matter of you know things falling into place yeah and that's kind of like what the next steps in like life are for real it's just like making it happen like taking the steps like reaching out to those people and getting those sponsorships or just like I don't know, like setting up a Patreon or like any of that, really. Dude, if this is this, I may be overstepping my boundaries here, <laughs> but don't go to law school before thirty. <laughs> sure, sure. Just don't, just don't do it before thirty. Dude, that's actually a, a good piece of advice. Um, just, 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 just before thirty. Yeah, I do have a friend who was hardcore into like acapella and um, had like a traveling group of like you know this this duo that he was in he is uh i think like 30 maybe 33 he just started law school mm. we talked about that we met at alfred he's a great guy his name is ben mclean um What's alfred he, alfred's just a coffee shop oh cool yeah, yeah cool cool um but yeah we talked he's loving it which is so so great and like yeah i think i'm gonna take a, a little bit more time and like really suss everything out maybe i won't like you know the deadlines are coming up so it's like maybe i'll wait and like for anybody who's who's debating on waiting like it's okay to wait, but um yeah maybe I'll wait because you're doing shit. You're not yeah. not doing shit. I know it is really tough to be like um to know that's a tough line to to. That's something I'm working on is like understanding that like that's happening. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's been really nice. It's been awesome. Like the reception that Friends has gotten, you know, I, I have my like backlog until April of like artists that I'm going to be featuring, but Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's eight really great people who are like my, my friends. And when I approach them, like, honestly, like they've all been saying, like, I thought you'd never ask like all this stuff. And it's like, no, well, oh, yeah. cause I haven't really worked with a lot of them other than like in sure. a, being friends or like in an acapella group together. Sure. But, um, yeah, it's just like, I just care a lot about people and I think that like I've got an eye and I just want to show these people how I see them. Um, I want to show other people how I see these, these friends and these artists. And I think that it's, um, I think that that's probably like, I mean, I've always said that I just like, I think I see people, um, I'm just open to people being however they are. And like, I'm receptive. I like to like, there's this, um, this might be like diving too far, but uh, in acting, there's mm-hmm. this technique called the Meissner technique. And mm. like my last name is Meissner, but it's only mm. with the the acting person who this like technique came from only has like one S. Everybody always asks me if I'm related to him, but it's mm. mainly a technique of listening mm. because, and, and then reciprocating what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you come at something, if, if somebody comes to you with a certain energy and then you yeah. come back at them with a different energy, like mm. there's already a miscommunication. Totally. So what I like, I just like really think that listening is like one of the most important parts of communication. Yes. Especially like, you know, if anybody's like a server or anything, like they mm. would totally know. Like, it's just like the most important part of like any mm. exchange. Um, so yeah, I just, I think that I really listen. I'm open to listening to people about who they are mm-hmm. and then just like maybe amplifying their voice. That's great. Yeah. 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 There was, um, I was listening so well, I forgot my next question. Oh, hey, that's okay. great. I remember. Very meta. <laughs> I'm getting meta over here. Yeah. Um, I wish I had brought the bottle over. It looks like you're, uh, oh, dude. you're nearing the end. <sighs> Trader uh, Joe's, man. It's good stuff. It's good shit. Shout out Trader Joe's. Yes. Sponsor. Friend, friend of the podcast. <laughs> Open the sponsorships. <laughs> next episode, I'll just have a bag of groceries right here. Yeah. I'll be like having a conversation with Um this may not be true, uh, like in reality, but by the language that you've been using thus far, it seems like you feel pretty uncomfortable asking for people to help you for free and like helping you like a sound engineer coming in, miking, doing everything into Pro Tools yeah. at the end or having someone come in and get some B-roll or like sure. uh, editing or not editing, but um, like writing columns in your magazine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely open to all of that stuff. Of course, I, I would think, like to compensate people for like stuff. I mean, I'm down for, for working for people working for free as long as they're cool. Like if they feel like they're getting like a volunteer thing out of friends no, too. Like you should you should hit up your friends to help you yeah because this stuff is dope and people would want to help you like i would i would totally want to show up with my like computer and my interface and like make sure it sounds good and just just to have like another set of eyes to make sure that like everything's rolling or whatever like yeah people would be down yeah i'm down i mean i you know where this will probably go in the next couple months is like I would, I'm definitely like open to reaching out to like a makeup artist, anybody who does makeup for like, cause we'd Fuck like to get yeah. like more editorial esque like shots of these artists. Cool. Um, I don't do too much with sound, but like that is definitely something that when I reach out to somebody being like, Hey, like if you have a certain like sound setup that you like to use for your performance, like 
like absolutely we'll do that like if you have a mic if you want to like an audio processor and your computer any of that stuff that you do like you can do i have like an mbox and like a a a bluebird like blue mic yeah yeah but my, uh, I guess my audio, pro- my inbox stopped working with my computer, like on this last update. That happens. Like, how crazy is that? I just, um, yeah, technology. I just love, I love acoustic instruments because they don't fucking update. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing with friends too. God like, damn it. I was working with Dom. We were in his garage, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, like any, like any setup that you want to do, like we can do." And he was like, "Let's just." let's just do it acoustic and i was like totally okay let's let's just do that and that's what we did for jfo too like it works yeah. we're taking our baby steps nice. um but when somebody comes along and likes friends and like you know maybe it's like a like somebody from a magazine like and wants like another like a uh, a music or art subset of their magazine like of course i'm open to sharing this with other people like that's what it's for and like oh, yeah. i i only just don't feel, i don't feel the need to involve other people just because i do have a lot of the other the skills totally like yeah, i can edit i can i can light i i think i have like enough of an eye for a little bit of like makeup stuff but sure. and i watch all different kinds of youtube like nice. i don't know if you watch youtube but like i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty deep into youtube okay hell yeah because it's a platform of the future if you haven't gotten into it yet but people you... ask me like what i watch and i don't mm-hmm. i don't say te- television i say youtube like totally it's the most like democratic platform ever you know what i mean it's, it's incredible really cool. how do you feel about jack black and will smith creating their own <laughs> profiles on youtube okay jack black is my idol jack if you're listening uh thanks for just being you i was uh <laughs> i was in at the mac store in glendale a couple months ago getting my computer fixed and i look over and jack black is right there getting his phone worked on just like some normal dude just getting his phone worked on yeah and i look around and i was like we're and he, like he didn't have a posse. Yeah, he didn't, it was just him getting his phone worked on. Yeah, Glendale. Yeah, he seems like a really cool person. <laughs> I think he went to UCLA for like a little bit. Yeah. I've just like always loved his stuff. I was like a pretty like fat kid as like a a kid, and like Same. Nacho Libre was like my bible. Like Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, like um, what do I think about him starting a YouTube? Like I think that it's awesome. I think that cool. he he also has such a weird subset of YouTube. It's like a gaming yeah. channel, but also like a comedy skits like totally. thing for just like him and his kids. Totally. Which I think is awesome. Hell yeah. Um. Will Smith, I'm not. I don't really follow him that much. I mm. think that like there's a lot of stuff in like uh, people make fun of him a lot. Sure. Um, like with the whole YouTube rewind for 20, was it 2018? Like mm. people railed him, but um, I mean like whatever, do what you want to do. If you want to start a YouTube channel, like it's super easy. Well, I guess the reason I bring it up is for a while now. Um, oh, like it was you, a platform like, of the people. Yeah, like yeah. for for a while now, like news sources, for example, have had a large presence on YouTube. Like you do a search. And like ABC News or Fox News or even like the late show stuff like Jimmy Fallon or whatever, like has a huge presence on like the algorithm of you try and search for something. And that's a lot of the stuff that's coming up. Yeah. And now with like famous actors, mm-hmm. it yeah, it's changing the yeah. changing the landscape. Yeah. A little bit. It is that's, what, that's what yeah. people are afraid of, at least. I think that the cream always rises to the top. I cool. think if you are producing content that people are engaged with, they'll be engaged. And like, cool. you have to just like, especially if you're starting from uh, a place of like, um, like especially if you're starting from notoriety, mm-hmm. I feel like it's super easy to just transfer to YouTube. Like if you yeah. are a celebrity, yeah. which in that way it's kind of like, eh, maybe it was easier for you, but in a way they had to work for that too. Totally. Um, so 
Yeah, and like I also think that there's a big subset of people who like won't watch them because they're celebrities. So like I think we're sure, good. Totally. Like they're like they're like YouTube purists. They only want those like um, hmm. grassroots people. Or like YouTube totally. is a grassroots like platform. Yeah. Um, although like it has changed a little bit. Um, but yeah, dude. I think I just think that I think everybody should have stuff on YouTube. Mm. yeah and like you do yeah well that's where but it's a secret <laughs> well yeah we just don't have a lot of I've, you know i've been waiting for that screenshot on the story for friends being like we have a youtube channel and like you know what i'll freaking post it tomorrow but um oh yeah tomorrow. i'll just like screenshot the all of dom's video and, and jay post we have a youtube channel it's, it's literally the videos we post maybe we'll do a youtube exclusive video too but um but yeah uh that's yeah so funny. i love youtube it's great same yeah what do you watch I watch a lot of skateboarding. Really? Do you ska- so you a lot skateboard? Of skateboarding. So like I'm I'm recently back into skateboarding. Oh, hell yeah. Like I skated a lot when I was like 12. Yeah. And then my friends started like breaking their wrists and stuff. Mm. And then I just started playing like in the church band with DJ. Hell yeah. And I was like shout out James. <laughs> um he should come sit I he, sh- he should Dude, come Dude DJ would be so I think, down. I think this is the only situation where I could actually get him to come hang out with me cuz he's a really? he, he's a slippery man. And he's very busy too. I, you know, I don't know what DJ does most of his days, but he's he's done some pretty great stuff. Oh yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. But um so I started playing in the in the worship band. And I was like, if I break my wrist, I'm not going to be able to play in the band for like six months. So I stopped skating. Yeah. And then I recently started skating again um, in like October. I just like got back. I was like, man, I I was like, because I've been following skating stuff on Instagram for years. And finally I was like, I just need to get a board and like start skating again. Yeah. So I was getting back into it, like getting my legs back. And then I was at the park in Santa Clarita and I broke my big toe. I like really, really messed it up. Like I couldn't, I couldn't walk for like five days. Dude, crazy. It was really bad. Yeah, it was like the day before Thanksgiving. Mm. And um, so I'm still, I'm taking it easy. Like I skated four days ago, and it was my first time like really skating again mm. since breaking my toe. Um, but uh, but yeah, lots of. Lots of skateboarding, and then the the biggest thing that I watch on YouTube is like interviews of my favorite artists. So like yeah. Anderson Pack interviews, or like um, who's I'm sure you know who this is. Who's the guy who does the interviews? I think it's called Behind the Camera, and it's black and white, and it's mostly Ooh. actors. Oh. Is it like a Vogue thing? No, uh. it's just, it's him. Like, but he has to be like a writer or a producer or something. Cause he has everyone on. I think there's like a Brad Pitt one, but like Zach Galifianakis has one that mm-hmm. is incredible. Like, yeah. like I had no idea, but like Zach is like a fully realized human being. Like he, like, Oh, absolutely. He, whoa. Like, did you watch the between two ferns movie? Yes. Great. And I love Scott that. Ackerman is awesome too. Do you know who Scott who Ackerman is? is? Scott Ackerman. Okay, so Scott Ackerman is like a Jed Apatow figure that like I would love to be one day. Scott Ackerman cool. was a um he still is. He's a performer, but he has nice. he's got like his own group of people too. He had the Comedy Bang Bang show. Mm. You know what that is? Mm-mm. It's kind of a sketch like comedy show, but he would always have these like um, big artists on mm. and he, it was like an interview show yeah. kind of like between two ferns yeah but um scott Hartman is also a producer on between two ferns and he mm. produced the movie but he, scott's just like this huge guy weirdly he and like one of my professors from ucla are like mm-hmm. really tight cool. so at my professor's like wedding or like um 
we were invited to his like reception, but it was very informal. Like Scott showed cool. up and it was like, like it was super awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, Zach Galifianakis is like super dope. These people, you have to be smart to be funny, I think. Mm. So like these people who we think are just like punching bags for comedy mm. are actually like, I would say most of the time is pretty yeah. brilliant. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I went to the comedy store for the first time like a month ago. That's a goal of mine. I had the time of my life. Really? So I went for the second show in the mid-size room on a Friday night, and I knew that, um, fuck, I'm blanking on his name, but he's one of my favorites. I feel so bad. Who, well, what is he? What is well, he's like, he's kind of got a draw, draw a little bit. And is it Theo Vaughn? Yeah. So I Love went to, Theo so Vaughn. Like, I intended to go see Theo Vaughn. <laughs> And then Bill Burr just Ooh, showed up and did a whole set. Yeah. And then Neil Brennan. Oh, showed I don't know who up. Neil Brennan is. Neil Brennan is half of the Chappelle show, basically. I'm unfamiliar, but I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you know Dave Chappelle. I do. You know I do that? know Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So so Chappelle and Neil Brennan like were like co-creators of the Chappelle show. Cool. Um, and Neil Brennan is really incredible um he uh he has this special on netflix he has a couple i think on netflix but he has this one called three mics mm. where um every mic is a different like uh a different kind of content so like one is like oh. i think heartfelt stories and the one is one-liners and the one is regular stand-up mm. it's pretty interesting yeah that's interesting yeah but uh the comedy store man the only thing i'll say is that the required to me Two drink minimum of like fifteen dollar blue moons is very Hollywood and very frustrating. Yeah, it's dumb. But other than that, it's like it was sick. Why don't they just like okay? Uh, I don't understand. The two drink minimum is such a put off. Like, wouldn't it just make as much sense? Like, because there's splits with everything too, right? So like, some of that money is going to the artist. Sure. Wouldn't it make more sense to just like be like buy their album? Who like sure. a lot of the people? It's like at least like a, an option because it's like I I've been to so many shows where like I like a two drink minimum. I'm like, dude, I'd like I'll pay like I'll buy my drinks, but I'd rather just like consume something. Like I just feel like I'm wasting money to be honest. Well, <laughs> I don't mind a two drink minimum if it was like a if it was like an eight dollar blue moon sure like sure bottle of bottle of beer. But when it's so fucking expensive, it just like it feels. I, I don't know. It's just not fun to pay that much money for. Like, I would rather the ticket prices just be more expensive. Uh, same. Because it, it, it just feels like a like a bait and switch kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I mean, I'm complaining over like. No, no. Bucks. Two drink minimum I sucked. Like, well, like, I took a girl, you know, sure. so it's like everything's twice as expensive. Yeah. Which is fine, you know. I like I like hanging out with girls, so it's not sure, a big deal. Sure, sure, sure. And hey, you know, I I got the money. It's yeah, no big absolutely. Deal. Hey, three drinks, no big deal. But um, yeah, man, comedy store is sick. We should go sometime. Yeah, that's a goal of mine. I think I have a friend fun. who works either at the comedy store or like the improv. Cool. But like, I love comedy. I have anxiety about going to a live show in L.A. just because I feel like seeing them seeing like theo vaughn or like seeing like mm-hmm. joe rogan or mm-hmm. chris delia any of those guys would just mm-hmm. be like really intense but like i love them i'll go i actually saw Wait, help me understand that. yeah okay so really intense <sighs> okay so i think just like making this okay uh, 
in this like last year that like blew my mind yeah. i've also become very familiar with a lot of anxieties that i have okay and before that i didn't really feel like anxious which sure. is kind of crazy yeah um but yeah i just have like anxiety about like going into specifically i guess like a comedy club mm -hmm. and like even though i've done it before like and i've totally. been to like many ucb shows like i do that like there's a show i go to on fridays like i go see shows mm -hmm. but like seeing a I think that like at a certain point I wanted to be like a comedian. So like, cool. I think that even though there's not, it seems like there's a lot of like pressure on the situation, mm -hmm. but there's not. And like, I live right down the street from a lot of these places. So like I'm going and I have a friend who like works at one of them. Cool. She, yeah. She's a waitress or a host. She's great. Cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I feel so much anxiety, but hmm. I do. I um, it. I also just like side note saw mm -hmm. Sarah Silverman at Shake Shack the other day. <laughs> i think i saw dude it was awesome instagram did you say hi to her no i didn't because i i like to i don't I, you know i won't i won't is it oogle ogle either one i won't I'll like ogle accept either at these people because like you know i'm sure they like it and hate it but but so so, so we were walking up to shake shack after um after I, a ucb show on I friday i love sarah silverman dude amazing and like her voice Incredible. oh amazing um but we were walking up to shake shack and i saw sarah silverman in the window and i was like you guys sarah silverman's in shake shack like like we can't go in but we can't we'll go in <laughs> so we went in she was like hanging out with some dude and and we got in line and then literally like right after we walked in like marissa tomei walked into mm -hmm. shake shack too mm -hmm. famous actress and like the best part was literally like we ordered our food we were kind of like geeking out we ordered our food but then we watched the cashier behind the mm -hmm. the um the counter like recognized that it was marissa tomei and he yeah. was like oh you're Marissa Tomei. Yeah. And then he was like, he was like meeting, she was there with her husband, I think. And he like, the cashier like met him. And then he was yeah. like, he, he like whistled to his friends, like who were working the, the window being like, yeah. yo, you guys, this is Marissa Tomei. Yeah. And then like two people later, Sarah Silverman walks up and he's like, oh, Marissa Tomei, now Sarah Silverman. Like this is, this is too much. And then he was like, hey, da David, the guy who was working the yeah. counter. And then David was just like too busy. That That's was pretty funny. So though. Funny. Yeah. He was having the time of his life. Man, so I went. Have you ever been to Largo? No, I haven't. But a lot of the co the comedians that I like like do residencies there and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, like Sarah, I think has a monthly. Like if she's in town or whatever. But yeah, I think Pete Holmes does one. Who's the um, who's the guy with the really dark jokes, the dark one liners? Jesselnick. Mm. Oh, something Jesselnick. Cool last name. Anyway, I think he does one. Tig does one. Tig Nataro? Yeah. But anyway. I think I, her, is she married? I don't know. Because I think that her girlfriend or her wife, or mm -hmm. I don't know if they're still together, but they have like a, she's in a group of a lot of female comedians that I really like. Oh, cool. Comedians that I really like. Mm -hmm. um, they're called Wild Horses. Mm -hmm. They have a residency at the Largo, or they did. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go for sure. Yeah, Largo's, it's a cool spot. Um, but I, so I went to go see... Uh, Sarah Silverman. It's I think it's called Sarah Silverman and Friends. And Neil Brennan was actually there as well. And oh, that was okay. the first time I saw him, and he was nice. hilarious. But um, Sarah did all material from her last Netflix special, mm. and it it really bummed me out. Yeah, I was really stoked to like. Oh, I'm gonna go see her in her element. <laughs> she's gonna do new material. Like she's working on her shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, I, I've heard all these jokes. Yeah, it's an interesting line to ride. Like, like even with, like, musicians. Like, I want to sure. go see, um, my roommate just got me into Bombay Bicycle Club. I've 
heard of them. I've Great. not checked Super them out. Super fun. Yeah. Super fun time. They're releasing yeah. a new album. They released a lot of singles recently on Spotify. Cool. But they're doing another tour. And uh, me and my friend Ross, mm-hmm. shout out to Ross. Um, we want to go to Seattle to visit bu- a bunch of our friends and like see, Fuck them, yeah. see them there. Cool. So I might be seeing them, but... Um, yeah, like it's an interesting line to cross. Like, mm. like when you have a a discography or like a totally. a, ca- a catalog. Yeah, some people are coming to you to like in hopes that you'll play that one song or totally. like in hopes that you'll say that like joke or totally. you know what I mean. Totally. But yeah, I think that like if it's just like a total, like um, if they're just like you know throwing up what they've already like produced, it's mm-hmm. like oh, all right, well I've seen all of that before. But sometimes, yeah. yeah, I was wondering about that today. Like in the bathroom, I was like, will Bombay Bicycle Club like just play their album or like will mm. they play like some of their songs? Mm. Like I saw MGMT in New York right before I left. Cool. And they played like Electric Feel. I think that's mm-hmm. them, right? Totally. Um, totally. But like, and like that must be like a pretty intense experience too. Like as a mm. band, just having that like one song that was just like everybody's favorite and like totally. not being able to leave that or like mm. having to play that at every live show to like mm. satisfy your audience. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, different artists feel differently about it. Yeah? It is yeah, like there's this guy Steve I who is like this like shred guitar player who put out a record and I think it came out in ninety called Passion and Warfare and like guitarists who are into shred guitar, that's like the mm. Bible of shred guitar, like that record. Um so there's one song off of there I think it's for the love of God, but I could be wrong. Um, and I've heard in interviews, people are like, don't you ever get tired of playing that song? Like you need to play it. He's like, no way. Oh, nice. Like, he's nice. like, every single time I play it, like it's new to me. Like I, I love that song, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, most artists hate doing stuff like that. Like I know Radiohead hates creep. Um, but, such a good song. Uh, yeah. Incredible tune. High yeah, and dry too. It's like know. one of my faves. Dude, that whole record, the bends, the, the bends was the biggest aesthetic inspiration for my indie rock trio EP the beginning oh yeah. the indie rock trio well the beginning yeah. of 360 is it called 365 like what's the name of that yeah the I, I guess i've been calling it 365 but cool. you can call it 365 you sure. can call it 300 the beginning of it sounds very radiohead especially when you have that like boom boom and then it like stops yeah there's like yeah. some like some uh, some, some influences magic. <laughs> some magic in there <laughs> no yeah it's difficult to be like uh, mid-20s, late-20s white male and not <laughs> love Radiohead and, sure. and be heavily influenced by yeah. them. I, I, don't know, like. I don't know too much of their music, but my yeah. roommate Nick, dude, is like, he works for a company called One Fine Stay. Dude, I'm throwing you under the bus right here. I'm sorry. But they're Airbnb, but like for fancy homes, like for oh, super cool. fancy homes. Hell they yeah. get a lot of artists that stay with them. And nice. one time I came home and Nick was just like stressed out. I'm like, dude, what's going on, man? Yeah. He's like, Tom York is staying with us. Dude, that's sick. And he has to like go check the houses sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know if he actually got to like meet him or anything but he was stressing that's so yeah funny. i think tom liked it though hell yeah. yeah he seems like a really cool guy at least from the interviews yeah. that i've heard at least as long as you're not associated with any sort of government oh I yeah is like, that his thing i feel like, like you and tom super anti. well I don't, I don't think he's like anti in like a like a violent way i just think sure. that he's he's just really over all of that stuff yeah yeah that last album was pretty intense. I mean, a are lot of stuff was like Anima. Ha- or are you talking about Moonshaped Pool? I saw was Radiohead? Anima the one that had the the video pairing or like the 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 movie pairing. 
I haven't heard. It was like a, a short film. Pairing. Have you seen like the Radiohead short film that he produced, or like it was maybe no. it was just Tom York? Oh, you should watch that. I think I think it's for Anima. I could be okay. wrong, but I think it's for Anima. But I'm talking about the one that had the. Um, he's going. He's going through a separation with his wife. Mm. Really intense. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Yeah, that that record was like pretty intense. Mm. I'm not again. I'm not very familiar with like I'm not overly familiar with their discography. Yeah. Discography, but but yeah, the yeah. feelings were there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I want this podcast to go on for a very long time. Cool. But I also very selfishly want to hang out with you for a couple minutes. All right, for sure. Before you. Have yeah, to I'm take down. Off. I'm down. <laughs> um, yeah. But before we take off, like, is is there anything else you'd like to say? Anything you'd like to plug? Okay. I actually, I, so I want to plug Friends. Friends is yeah. a platform for artists on the rise Incredible. who also happen to be my friends. Incredible. And um, so go check that out. Our handle is at Friends Magazine, F-R-E-N-Z Magazine. And this is Instagram. Instagram. Cool. Um, until further notice. But we, yeah. we are striving to have a live show at the end of April. That'd be fun. Um, very fun. We'll have all of our friends do some kind of performance. All the musicians Fuck will yeah. sing. I'm thinking about Fuck like two yeah. or three songs each. And then I'm trying Fuck to pair yeah. them up together so that and they'll work on like a cover or make something new yeah um like they'll become friends with each other um so yeah i'd like to plug friends hell yeah um and then yeah man i think that i like to ask that question too in friends like with my Mm. interview stuff it's like yeah do you have anything you'd like to say because we don't really like get to like we don't really have like things like this totally where it's just like here's what's on my heart totally yeah whatever you want and maybe i should have like prepared something but I think we talked about a lot of good stuff in this podcast. I think I like agree. making the hard choice mm. is usually the better choice. Mm. But I'll also say like, yeah, and like zero to 100, mm. take all the speeds in between too. Mm. But I will also say like, take a breath. Mm. Like life is long. Yeah. Ho- like, you know, for the majority of us, life is very long. Like totally. I'm 26. Hopefully totally. I've only lived like a quarter of my life. Sure. So you have time, you know, mm. like slow down. Like mm. take that breath and and shift the focus off of you sometimes. You mm. know what I mean? Don't be completely like selfless. Yeah. But find a balance. Totally. Like, balance is so important. Totally. Do something for somebody else if you feel like you're so like stressed out mm. on like all your stuff. It'll like make a big difference and mm. it'll mean a lot to somebody. And and you know, like text that friend that yeah. like you've been th- thinking about texting like whether or not they think that or whether or not they show that like mm-hmm. like they're like happy about it like i think that they are whenever i hear from oh, a friend yeah. who i haven't heard from in a while it's like or even if i have heard from them just being just communicating mm. communication is very important yes and i'll leave it at that yeah hell yeah yeah dude. fuck yeah well this podcast is called will you be my friend classic which is funny you know because i i promise you i came up with that it's okay it's okay before (laughs) i knew about the friends magazine yeah but what it was really birthed out of is like you know i i live here by myself Mm -hmm. and i spend a lot of time alone yeah and um being the age that we are like i don't have a ton of friends because there's not like college or whatever else that is creates this fabric where you can just so easily be friends with the people that you're around all the time yeah so i very often like if i'm out at a show or i'm at a party and i like meet someone that like i kind of get along with like there's a part of me that harkens back to like second grade or so where it's like do, do you 
do you want to be my friend? Yeah. Like you're almost kind of asking people like that. So in the spirit of like elementary school, yeah, all of that vibe, yeah. Um, hearkening back to when we used to pass notes to one another in class. I was just talking about that today with my cousin. Crazy. Really? Yeah. I've I've written you a note. Oh. Yeah. It's like it's similar to uh, similar to something that I that I would have written you in school. Oh, that's so nice. So I'm gonna you know while the teacher is talking. Oh. I'm gonna pass this across. Is to this you. a read read aloud thing? Read or? aloud. Read aloud. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Chris, yo, Chris, <laughs> your aesthetic is so strong, and I love the vision behind your magazine. Anyways, want to be friends? Yes or no? Yeah. So it's it's completely up to you. Um. Either way. I'm gonna check yes. Hell yeah. As as tempting as no was. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, dude. I really appreciate it. I really think that like. Fuck yeah. I think I knew from when you reached out to me on Instagram that like that like we'd definitely be hanging. Cool. Fuck yeah. So yeah, now we're friends and now we can hang and now you can be in the magazine and now uh, But yeah, dude, like keep the podcast up and Totally. Um just make it sustainable. Like mm. take your time if you need it and change things if you need it. Like mm. you can change anything about anything and as long as you're doing something. That's dude, good. I I receive that. Right now I'm trying to do one a week. That's with good. the option of doing two a week or three a week if if I get around to it, but um, but yeah, I I definitely receive that. Cool. Thanks, man. All right. Let's uh, let's let's do like a little handshake. A little handshake. Hey, man. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me into your home. Yeah, dude, you're welcome anytime. Sick. Well, I wanna know what it's like to create inside your mind. Tell me every little. glass to the hour that just passed cause I'm glad I spent them both with you feel free to plug your record tell the people how to look you up feel free to share with us the words of wisdom learned with sweat and Just one thing I've saved right for you.